Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into the Marvel Cinematic Universe in today's episode. What's this? What's this? The simply sensational standing ovation of Royal Dalton Musical! What is this? This is where you wanna be! What is this? Welcome back to the penultimate episode of the Marvel Cinematic Universe Look Back. Retrospective. Hopefully. (laughs) Meg has once again joined me. Hi. As we tackle the final MCU film that has currently been released. (laughs) The car Uh, outside is very excited about it. (laughs) Yes. Very, very excited. Spider-Man Home, uh, Far From Home must be their favorite movie. Maybe. Uh, and also in this episode, we will be looking ahead at what's to come in the MCU, which in the time that uh, since we started this and in the time since even, I would say, last week, right. uh, that future has gotten a lot less clear. Shit's been going down. Yeah. So we will also have to deal with that side of the MCU future. But... First, we got to get through Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yes. Um, so, Endgame came out this past me- April, end of the end of April, blew the blew the blew the roof off all the <laughs> records, and we all knew that Spider-Man was coming on the horizon. It was coming out on July Fourth week, and uh, there was going to be some expectations for this movie. Uh, I think a lot of people liked the first Spider-Man with yes. Tom Holland. I enjoyed it. Standalone movie. Yes. Um, f- very different from the previous Spider-Man versions of the iterations we'd seen in that it really, it, it really leaned into the teenager high school element a lot more than Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield did, which a lot of people were very pleased with because he's a he's a kid. Yeah. And he actually felt like a kid for once. <laughs> yes. Tom uh, Holland did a good job. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But they don't really have the luxury that they have had the first time in that, you know, first Spider-Man solo movie in the MCU. Kind of can do whatever they want. They have Tony Stark to kind of shepherd in Peter Parker and, and be that mentor figure in a lot of ways. And so that kind of afforded them a lot of leeway. For the first movie. Second movie, Tony's dead. Yep. It has to follow Endgame. <laughs> yep. Uh, which is in and of itself no no small task. Um, and it also has to pave the way for the future, in a sense. You know, these movies that, for whatever reason, count as the this the end of the phase, but are not. Avengers movies, <laughs> and uh, the same thing happened with uh, Ant-Man, was it? Is that right? Am I remembering for, that correctly? What, Infinity War? For that section of it? or no, uh, For, um, why isn't it just, uh, no, for the other thing. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh. We totally just talked about all these movies. 
Um, yeah, for the first Ant-Man came up after Age of Ultron. Oh, it was Age of the Ultron, end of Phase yes. Two, but it really didn't have anything to do with a Phase Two ending, as no. far as I'm concerned. Yes. Um, so, Far From Home is given that weight uh, to a degree, whatever, however much weight you want to place on a movie being the end of a phase in Marvel, which they're arbitrarily defining it as the end of the phase. So, you know, we have to consider that. Like, what is this ending, and what is it leading into, I guess, is at stake. So, pressure. A fair amount of pressure on Spider-Man Far From Home. Right. Uh, and again, another movie that you got to see in theaters. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember this as well as the other ones, I think, because it wasn't like the first one I saw in theaters, which was Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and the whole, like, lead up to that. Right. And then Endgame was Endgame. Endgame. Hype for that. It was like yes. end of tax season. Finally seeing Endgame. When, you know, took a special trip up to Syracuse to see it. IMAX mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. This was just like a... So when did this come out? July 4th, you said? That week. Yeah. So just... Well, we saw it on the way to the shore. I think. We must or else we saw it here. Did we see it the night before we left? Might have done that. Mm, I thought we saw it. I don't think we saw it around here, though. Oh, maybe we did. We see it when we left your grandparents' house. We might have, yeah. Because I know we had already seen it by the time we got there on Saturday. I think we saw it Saturday before we, you know, like, between my grandparents and the beach. Yeah, because I think we were talking about it with your cousins, or they mm-hmm. were gonna go see it or something. Yeah, they went and saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we got to see it. Um, wasn't you know didn't see it opening week. Uh, opening night or anything like that, but opening week and you know got to l- live in the buzz of the movie. I guess if that's what you want to call it. Um, yeah, I like the first Spider-Man. Yeah, isn't my favorite, but you know I also I don't know, kind of like Ant-Man and the Wasp. I wasn't super excited for Far From Home. Yeah. That's kind of how I was. I was kind of excited for it because I liked I like Tom Holland. I like his Spider Man. Yeah. I like him. I liked him in his movie. I liked him in the other movies. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that's good. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I you know I think I liked uh, Vulture, uh, the guy who played Vulture, whose name escapes me. Oh, Michael Keaton. Yes, I liked Michael Keaton a lot in the first one. Mm-hmm. And. Knowing that the villain in this one is Jake Gyllenhaal, you know I like Jake Gyllenhaal a lot. Yep. So I was also that I think I was is what I was looking, most looking forward to is mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio, uh, who's a character I'm not really familiar with. Um, don't really know him outside of this movie. Yeah. Which I guess is true of Vulture as well, but I, I'd already seen that one, so <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, had a, I had I had a reference point. Um. So, so, Spider-Man, Spooderman. Far From Home, yes, Spooderman. <laughs> uh, the movie opens without Spider-Man. Actually, uh, the opening scene is Fury and Maria Hill investigating. Uh, I think they're in Mexico. Uh, some attack, yeah, Mexico. Oh, yeah, that took place, and. Uh, kind of ravished an area. I think it was like a sandstorm, whirlwind type of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, where they eventually they encounter an earth elemental. 
Yes. And so Mysterio, and I wasn't looking at the promotional material or anything like that, but like I had I'd seen his picture, seen Jake Gyllenhaal in the, like, the get-up, and I knew that there was some debate about where he placed on the spectrum between protagonist and antagonist, mm-hmm. hero and villain. I think it kind of felt like it could be a um, man... Um, what is that? The uh, from the third Iron Man movie. Yeah, all I can think of is the Mandalorian, which and is that's not, not the it's, thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, um, let me see if I can find it. Ben Kingsley's character. Yes. Where Guy Pierce was the villain, mm-hmm. and uh, Ben Kingsley was presented as what would be the villain, and yeah, I definitely didn't write that guy's name down. Mandarin. The Mandarin. Yeah. Okay, well, what if we just call him the Mandalorian? Uh, I think we're getting our streams crossed. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I kind of had a vision of Mysterio like that. And what? (laughs) I was just, I got off track in my head. I was like, what if that was, what if it was the Mandalorian? And I'm like, what if baby Yoda was in the MCU? (laughs) And he could be in, he could be in Guardians of the Galaxy. Next to baby Groot. Yes, please. Because then he'll be teenage Groot. Yeah. There's no cute baby anymore. I don't know why they haven't asked me to write these yet. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have such good ideas. Do you? <laughs> um, and so, so, to get back on track, uh, Mysterio... Could have been an ally, could have been a foe turned ally, ally turned foe. I think his, I always, his his whole thing was kind of gray upon entering the movie. And we get this first scene where they encounter an elemental, which like, I wasn't aware was going to be in this movie. I don't know if you knew they were going to be in this movie. Or no. if you remember whether or not you did. No, I don't think so. I wouldn't have known what it was anyway. Yeah. Giant clay monster. Um, and then the other versions of it as well. Yeah. But... It does end up, you know, okay, here are our villains. They are giant elemental things. What are they doing? Where did they come from? Uh, And um, when we see it, the Earth one, all of a sudden, Quentin Beck, Mysterio, Jake Gyllenhaal, arrives, saves the day, destroys the elemental. Everything is fine. Yay! He's just another hero. Yeah. Yeah. Sign him up, man. We need we need some more. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, that happens, and then we cut cut a week cut to a week week later, and uh, the year the school year has ended mm-hmm. for our good good friend Peter Parker, and they kind of give us a little backdrop on how the unsnapping or whatever they whatever they refer to it as they oh they called it the blip. The, all the people returning after the blip, uh, how that impacted their school and and the and like their immediate surroundings to a degree, right? Um, which I don't know. It doesn't. It's cute, but I, again, I it just asks me more questions than I get answers, right? Like, because I remember what they said. Were like the people that didn't get blipped? Were they? They're now five years older. 
And but the, were they going to school, or are they just stuck everybody back together where they should have been? Yeah, I don't know. Like if you if you and I were the same age, we were in like high school together, and you got snapped and I didn't. You just kept going. Yeah. But then, then I, you come back. I start where I was. Mm. I think. Because we get that one kid who was five years behind them, who has now aged up to their age, and is now in their class. Oh, okay. I think. I sort of forgot about, like, the other kids, besides, like, all the main characters who are yeah. all still there. So it's like, did they all get snapped? Yeah, how convenient that is. Yeah. Every main character got snapped. Right. Huh. <laughs> huh. Not that there was, like, a ton of them from the first movie, but there's well, probably at least, like, Peter, Peter, his friend, the two TV people, yep. the guy who doesn't like him. The girl, Zendaya. Yeah. So. That's at least six. Yeah, plus I, there's probably, like, a small handful of, like, a couple other ones, so even if there's, like, eight of them. But I guess out of a class of how many people's in their class, but also, yeah. But, like, those specific, those specific ones, ones yeah. are the ones that were... <sighs> <laughs> Already. Um, yeah, so they kind of give us a little backstory. Like, oh, the marching band members got blipped back into the new auditorium and <laughs> crashed into everything and oh, things no. like that. Um, meanwhile, uh, so the school is setting up to uh, do a field trip over to Europe. Yes. Isn't there, isn't there like their senior trip or something? Something like uh, that. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, did you have any... Did you? Did your school ever go to Europe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did yeah, it? We went lots of places. Really? Yeah, the... Um, I think there was a trip to Spain. The band, like, in the... The band and, like, theater and, like, choir and stuff would all go places. I think the... At one point, the... The band or somebody went to Iceland, performed in Iceland. Jeez. We used to go to field trips to see Broadway plays down in the city all the time. Usually go like twice a year down there. Um, the band went to Cedar Point for like a like spring break trip one time. But yeah, they they went to I think it was Spain. The school still does it. One of the partners at work, his daughter went to France. I think for like a couple weeks on her trip. He was trapped around one year. She, now she's like buddies with the people she stayed with over there. And like she'll go over there for like a month in the summer. And then like her friend from France will come over here for like a month in the summer. So That's ridiculous. My school's high end. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. I remember one field trip from all of high school that I went on. And it was to Hershey Park uh, for physics. Okay. Um, <laughs> physics in quotation marks because it was mostly just to go to Hershey Park. Right. Under the yeah. guise of we're gonna do physics experiments on roller coasters, which we did. Um, <laughs> did you guys have like a senior trip or like anything that you did? No, nah, I'm sure we did. I wasn't on it. I'm not the kind of person that would have gone on it, and mm -hmm. I don't even remember where it went. Uh, so yeah. who knows? Yeah, because I, I mean, I didn't go to Spain. I would go when they went to, like, New York City for like the, to see the shows. I went down there probably, like, four or five times. I get the impression that they went to, like, a ski lodge? Like, Pocono or something like that? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Because I was in choir, but I wasn't in band. So, like, the band went to Cedar Point. Mm. Stuff like that. But, like, for English, AP English and stuff, we would go down. And other classes, we'd go down there to the city to no. go to shows. Yeah, I've no. seen... We saw Rent. 
Mm-mm. We saw like ragtime. No. We saw st- I don't think it was Stomp. Maybe it's something different. Definitely not. We saw like four shows no. down there. When shall we just would go down and go shopping? Nope. Went down to the MoMA, I think, a couple times. Not at all. The Met? Yeah. Yeah, no. Yep. And then for our, like, senior, senior trip, we up at um, Darien Lake, the theme park, they, like, shut it down for a night. So all this, a bunch of senior classes from all the different high schools all go. They close the park at, like, say, 8 or whatever. We all go, like, overnight until, like, 6 in the morning. Nope. Yep. No. So, (laughs) uh... I was not in any of the, like, extracurricular things except tennis. So maybe they did their own thing. Maybe they had, like, trips and stuff that I'm just not privy to. But never even... One, never heard of any of them doing a trip, period. Two, absolutely no idea that they would ever have gone on a trip that, like, went across the ocean, required a passport. Like, no, it wouldn't have even been on my radar. And... Yeah, because I, mean, I think some of the kids could drink, like, because if, you, you, if you're 18, you can drink over there. So, like, some of the seniors on the trip all were like, we got to drink while we were there. Yeah. How many cl- how many students were in your graduating class? About 400, probably. Well, mine were, like, a little over 200, which... Yeah. Between, I mean, like, 350 and 400 was pretty normal at my school. There was probably, like, 1,500, 1,600 people in the high school. Crazy. Such different, different worlds. Yeah. Do so you still have a pool? We had a pool. No. We didn't even have a, like, football field until I was a senior. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, we had a football field and a track. We, have, we had a track. We had, You must have tennis courts. Yeah. Yeah, we had tennis courts. We have a pool. No. Nope. We had two auditoriums, two gyms. Just for your high school? Yeah. We had one. The huge gym is at the middle school, and the sport facility is at the middle school. Nope. We have those things. Yeah. We have one gym per building. Well, I guess the sports facility was built after I graduated, so I don't know exactly what's in it. But, yeah, the mm. huge gym. Like, our gym is big enough. We would host, like, a volleyball tournament because we could split the gym into, like, two halves, the big middle school gym. We, we could, could I think split we could our set, gym like, two halves. I mean, I think, could we, I think we could set, like, three full-size volleyball courts. In your gym? In the middle school gym, yeah. No. We could do two. I think we could do three. We could do two. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, we had the big divider wall thing that would slide out and separate everything. Yeah. They used to do it to separate the boys and the girls. Because cooties. Disgusting. Yeah. Because we're so much better at sports than you. Apparently. <laughs> um, no. But, so, like, watching the first Spider-Man movie, you know, there's nothing, like, grand happening from a high school perspective in that movie. No, they have their, what is it, homecoming dance? Yeah, homecoming dance. Flash throws a party at one point. Yeah, um, it's all pretty normal. Yeah. It was normal looking to me. Plenty know. of stuff that, like, I could identify with. Even though I never went to a party, I could still, like, people have parties. <laughs> I can connect to this. <laughs> can you? Yeah. There are dances. I'm aware of these things. Uh, cross-continent field trips. No. Yeah, to me, to me, that was like, oh, that wasn't that out of, that was pretty That normal. was so out of, you know, it, it strained credulity to me. Yeah, like, I didn't go on, the Podunk like, Town High School. Yeah, I didn't go on the trip, like, when they went overseas, sure. but, like, I knew about it. And I had gone overseas myself, like, with my family, like, multiple times, so. Yeah. To me, I was just like, oh, sure, why not? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess at the time I saw the movie, I had gone overseas, 
to Brazil already. Yes. Sort of overseas, since it's kind of, you're just kind of following the land masses most of the time. But um, in high school, like, the furthest I'd been that I could remember being is, like, Canada, Niagara Falls, and yeah. it's landlocked with the U.S. Yeah. So, very, very <laughs> odd to me. Didn't really fit into my personal view of what high school was. And so it, it was odd. And then, like, they're over there, and, like, the kids are just like, I'm going to go do this thing. I'm going to go do this thing. I'm going to go do this thing. Just, like, running off. There's only two chaperones. There's no parents. One of the chaperones does not care what you're doing at all. The other is in... Cares like, way too much about not exactly what they're doing, but the turf in general. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a good thing. Um, and, like, they fly over, and then they, like, get a bus, and they have to drive to, like, four different places. It's just a lot. And, uh, just, just can't, can't, en- normal. can't envision people signing up to do this. Spent a lot of time on tour buses when I was in Europe. Seems crazy. Crazy to me. Uh, so yeah, so they're planning this trip to go to Europe. Uh, it's going to be two weeks during the summer. And, uh, Peter wants to go, but he's, uh, he's still dealing with Tony. He's so sad. He's still a little upset. And he's kind of, I can't, I don't remember if he's a senior. I think he's a senior at this point. And he, I don't know, he's kind of in that weird phase where, like, he doesn't know how to, I don't don't want to, what do I want to say about that? What do I want to say? If all of his emotions are uh, difficult to contain. I guess is how I want to say it. He like he wants to tell people who he is. He wants to tell Zendaya like that he likes her. He wants to, you know, all these things. He wants to deal with Tony. He wants to deal with his mom. He wants to deal with Happy and his mom and whatever's going on there. That he's like, <laughs> wait a second. I don't know. He's got a lot going on. Yes. Typical, you know, more teenager hormone type stuff. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Beyond just figuring out, because, like, isn't this in this movie, too, where he's, like, sort of figuring out, like, do I want to be Spider-Man? Like, what does that mean? Like, now Tony's not here. Like, what am I supposed to do? Right. He's conflicted. Yeah. You know, I think he really, I think he really liked the experience of being an Avenger in Infinity War and Endgame, at least while he wasn't blipped away. Yes. Um, But, on the other hand, I think... Seeing the contrast between when he was in the first Spider-Man movie and still getting to do the teenager high school stuff, and now, like, every single time he leaves to do a Spider-Man thing, like, his entire frame of reality could be completely changed Mm -hmm. by the villain, by an action he causes, by something he can't prevent, et cetera, et cetera. And so, you know, it's like, I want to have these high school experiences. I want to... Yeah, because in the first movie, and you saw him do it a couple times, if he screwed something up, Tony would inevitably show up and be like, what are you doing? Let me fix this. Yes. <sighs> Fine. Whereas now it's like, well, if he screws something up, who's going to fix it? Right. Yeah. He if you screw up, you screw up. He does not have that cushion to fall back on. Yeah, because at this point, we don't really know, we don't really know what everybody else is doing. No. Like, because... Cap just gonna well, Cap's not gonna show up, but maybe no. is like Falcon gonna show up and be like, uh, oh, 
Is Natasha? Well, Natasha's not around either. Everybody, where'd everybody go? Yeah, everybody's dead, or they got their own shit going on. Or they flew off into space. Yeah. Yeah. Things are a little fragile. Yeah. He needs to get uh, Falcon and Bucky's, like, numbers. (laughs) Um, And I, you know, it's compelling to me because, you know, I think you've just kind of turned this, like, what do I want to do when I grow up question and made it, well, I want to be a superhero when I grow up, but I don't want to grow up that fast. Yeah. Kind of a thing. And it's true. Like, I think people, maybe not as much now, but I feel like they definitely did when I was in high school, maybe even, you know, maybe when you were in high school too, that, like, kids my age were thinking, like, all right, like, I'm going to go to college, and when I'm out of college, I'm going to be a business person, I'm going to, like, have a job, and I'm going to work a steady, get a money and do all that stuff and you know i had that thought when i was in high school like what what is the plan yeah when i go and when i get out of college what's the next step and like how do i set it up so that i'm in a position where i'm making money where i'm fending for myself where i'm providing for myself and whatever family that comes with that and now that's not really i don't feel like that's it's the same situation anymore I feel like there's a lot more fluidity to the plan for a lot of kids. Yeah. You uh, hear a lot more people taking, like, gap years mm-hmm. or, like, maybe they don't go to college. Maybe they figure out something else to do. Yeah. Whatever. You know, kids spending more time living at home so they don't have to pay for rent, so they don't have to pay for an apartment. So. Like Pilot Pete. <laughs> nah. Um, You know taking longer to evaluate you know where they're going to be what they want to do what they can do mm-hmm. developing their skills and uh i think this is kind of the this is kind of what where peter's at i think in the previous movie he had the plan mm-hmm. he could see it he's like i want to develop technology i want to do this i want to do that and then you know tony comes along he's like oh i can do those things and also save people's lives i'm a superhero now i can be an avenger Boom. Future planned. Yes. And then he took like 10 steps into that future and it got really dark, really painful, really harmful, and uh, it's scary. Right. And I think, you know, you look at a lot of the other superheroes like Tony and Cap and so on, and like they they did all that. Like they'd known what was going to happen Mm -hmm. to a degree. Like they knew the risks. They knew the possibilities. Like doesn't always work out. People die. They had Civil War. They had Age of Ultron. They saw destruction. Plus, they were all presumptively somewhere around like 30 to however old Tony's. Yeah, 30 to 50. In that range. They're all adults. Yeah. Whereas Peter, at that point, was what, like 16-ish? Give or take. Yeah. A little different. Yeah. So he kind of waded into the deep end a little too soon. And uh, he had his floaties in Tony. And yes. Cap and everybody, and now he doesn't have them anymore. Yeah. And you figure you got disappeared for five years. You come <laughs> yeah. back, and then you see, like, your mentor is dead. One of your other teammates, co-workers, whatever you want to call it, is dead. Natasha. Yeah. And then Cap is sort of... He's around, but he's... Ancient. Yeah. he's He lived his actual... Right. life that he should have lived and should be as old as he is now yeah in the time that peter blipped for five years captain america has lived like 50 right you know like <laughs> uh, 
you know, it's it's crazy to think of like a kid who's Peter's age mm-hmm. and have feeling like life has passed him by in terms of the Avengers, right? To a degree. <clears throat> so, yeah, he's really he's put he's pumping he, he's he's testing the brakes out yeah. a little he's bit. Like, well, hold on a minute. Yeah, I think like when he's packing, doesn't he? He doesn't even want to take his suit. No, does not. And uh, I think Aunt Maggie's like, well, just take just in case, then yeah. you have it. And he's she's he's like, no, like I want to go on this trip as Peter. Right. Like I want to go on the trip. I want to do high school stuff. I want to look around Europe. I want to hang out with my friends. I want to do normal stuff. Like I don't want. I don't care what's going on. I don't want to deal with it. Right. Basically, this is my this is a vacation. Yes. I'm taking normal vacation. Yes. But I think he ends up throwing his bag, doesn't he? I think so. It ends up. You know, happening anyway. Yeah. Uh, he even gets he gets a call from Fury before he leaves, and he ignores it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he thinks he's that he's he's that important. He can ignore a phone call from Nick Fury. Just put him to voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's gonna go well. Uh, I think he gets a call from like Happy, or he talks to Happy later. And he's like, you don't you don't do that. You can't. Put Fury in. You don't put Fury in voicemail. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, yeah. So they travel, and the whole the whole like just to address the traveling issues. <laughs> but I don't remember where they're supposed to go, and I think they're supposed to go to multiple places. Yes. Along their trip, but at various points they are diverted to a different city, mm-hmm. uh, either due to cost or promotional material, or because Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. are convincing them to go somewhere else. Right, I think they get to reason. their original destination, and they find out that what they thought was, like, a big swanky hotel is, like, some sort of, like, hostile. Basically, hostile. Hostile. Yeah. 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 And they're like, oh, this is... This, this is not this good. Is, this is probably okay still. No. Mm. Um, but eventually, wherever whatever ends up happening, they end up in Venice. Yes. And initially. And uh, that's where they encounter another elemental. Yes, coming out of the canals. Yes, water elemental. And Peter is not Spider-Man. No, he's point. trying to go shopping. Yeah. He's trying to buy his lady friend a necklace. Yes, he is. Hey, girl. Mm. And <laughs> what was that again? <laughs> mm. And, uh, but Peter's a good guy. Mm-hmm. He wants to do the right thing. Right. And so he's surreptitiously trying to fight the creature without letting anyone see him, without letting anyone know who he is, because he's not dressed as Spider-Man. Right. And so uh, he does okay. He's, like, mostly just spending his time, like, trying to prevent buildings from falling over and <laughs> yes. things like that. Trying to get his friends to go, like, away from, like, what is happening. Yes. Like, go over there, go do this. Yeah. Meanwhile, while he runs around, yeah, trying to keep stuff from collapsing on top of everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he does find, eventually runs into Mysterio. Ta-da! Our savior has appeared. Dun-dun-la. And uh, while Peter couldn't really do much uh, as far as defeating the elemental, he mostly spent his time just pretend, pre- preventing things from falling over, uh, Mysterio, boom, he knows what to do. He's got the magic or whatever it is he's built, his abilities are, and uh, he can... He takes t- takes down the water elemental fairly quickly, yeah. relatively speaking. Um, well, he dealt with the other one, so yeah, 
Took care of the Earth one. Now he's got Water one. That's two down um, at this point. And... <laughs> I'm just thinking of... Now I'm thinking of, like, Captain Planet. Like, Earth, wind, water. Oh, and whenever you say elementals, all I can think of was, like, Final Fantasy. Where you run into those stupid, like, elemental villains. Mm-hmm. Zap you. <laughs> Would you like to keep talking about the movie? Sure. <laughs> Would you? No. Okay. Uh... So, Peter f- goes with Mysterio after the fight back to Fury. He's in, got his little Venice mm. station. Um, uh, Fury, who's like, the heck? I tried calling you. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to um, ignore my calls? <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, there's that great moment where, uh, I forget what Peter says, he's like, yeah, I don't know. He says something like, "I'm not a, not a superhero. Like, I don't want to something like that." And Fury's like, "You've been to space. Like, like <laughs> what do you think? What are you talking about?" Um, that just means he's an astronaut. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, but he also gives him a pair of glasses, Tony Stark's glasses. Yes. Which uh, we've seen them a couple of times in mm-hmm. the previous movies. Pretty powerful. Basically, yeah, like super-powered glasses, basically. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They have, uh, so, Tony's former AI, Jarvis, became Vision, etc. Uh, new AI is called Edith. You like Edith? Sounds like a grandma. Not Preferred as... Jarvis. Jarvis doesn't sound like a grandpa. He sounds like a butler. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, was... He sort, was. Sort of like so. an animatronic butler, basically, is what this is. Edith isn't like a nanny or a caretaker. Mm. Not really. Meh. Mm. Meh. Um, I guess not. Yeah, not, does it stand for something? It does, which we'll get to. I assume to. so, but... Yeah, yeah. it, um, I, I think it stands for, or I, rather, I know what it stands for, but I want to make sure I get the words right. Because it's, uh, it's a, it's, even from beyond the grave, Tony is kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, it stands for, even dead, I'm the hero. No! <laughs> Which I like. I like that a lot. Yes. I like that quite a bit. I, I like it better now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, not just glasses. As you said, they're mm-hmm. super powered, super glasses. Mm-hmm. They can do so many things. They have access to all of Stark's databases, Stark Industries databases. Uh, he commands from the glasses an orbital weapons supply. Yes. Insane. Yes. Why do you give these to a 17 year old or however old he is? Because it brings up a funny later in the movie. No. <laughs> Insane. Uh, so, like, that, that happens. He gets the glasses. Meanwhile, we get introduced to Beck, Mysterio, a mm-hmm. little more. Um, he explains that he is from a different reality, and uh, his reality was lost to him, and he showed up here after the snap. Sure. I mean, we don't really know what else happened during the snap, I guess. Yeah, because I think we, we know Thanos was going around snapping, like, other places. Yeah. Like, you know, all Gamora's people all got snapped. We don't really know where Nebula came from. Yep. Presumptively the same deal. There's a lot of lot of question marks. 
Yeah. Enough so, to make this yeah. believable. When you did the snap back, like, it makes sense. You could maybe... Miss a couple people or... Yeah. A couple people get trickled in somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also mentions that the elementals are from his reality, his alternative reality. Shouldn't have snapped those back in. Yeah, that was a mistake. Um, and the place that he's from, where the elementals are from, they destroyed his family and his entire civilization. Well, heck. So, questions. <laughs> um, I don't remember if we got uh, clarification on whether... Mysterio is unique among his civilization, civilization in quotation marks. Uh, but even if he wasn't, um, if we watched him already destroy two of the four things, mm-hmm. or I think he says there's four, yeah, two of the four things, and yet these things wiped out his entire civilization. Right. Like, how many of them were there? Like, why couldn't he be? I'm those under ones? the impression that there were four. <laughs> that seems logical. And he apparently, on his in his own reality, could not do anything to stop them, or something. Well, maybe they showed up all at once. Here, they keep showing up separately. They didn't plan out their attack that great. Hmm. Still. Why you gotta be asking all these questions? Why can't you just believe him? Because because it doesn't add up. And I think. And like, there's a lot more. Lot there's a lot in this one scene with Peter Fury and Mysterio that is not what it appears to be. And Mysterio is not the only thing. And I think if other things in that scene were what they appeared to be, those questions would get asked. Yeah, Fury didn't seem too concerned about what was going on. No, he doesn't. He's not. just like Jake Gyllenhaal shows up. He's like, I'm a superhero. Cool. Yeah. We need Nick more Fury's of you. not like, where did you come from? I don't know about you. Yeah. He was just like. Cool. Thanks. No background check. No. He's slipping. Slipping in those yeah. old age. Yeah. The snap did something to him. Yeah. Flurkin's not there to keep track of him anymore. No. Goose has oh. abandoned him. I still want to know where Goose went. I don't know. He didn't. I don't think he's dead. Unless they have the normal cat lifespan. Yeah, I don't know. But. Uh, so, uh, all this <clears throat> aside, Mysterio's like, look, two done. Two more to go. I think I know where the fire one's going to be. And uh, he says it's Prague. And Fury's like, you want to help us out? And Peter's like, no. I'm on vacation. And he goes back to his class trip. It's like Jake Gyllenhaal's handling it. He's fine. Yeah. I'm good. Yes. I got Zendaya's to woo. I'm busy. (laughs) Zendaya's to woo. So... Against, so despite Peter's wishes to not be involved, Fury's like, well, guess where your class is going next? And turns <laughs> out they're going to Prague. How convenient. Yes. Uh, so I think it's this point where they're on the bus to Prague where he starts testing out the glasses, seeing what they're capable of. Maybe not a good time to do it. Uh-uh. When you're on vacation without your super-powered suit, screwing around with some mega-powered glasses that you don't exactly probably know how they work. No. And he... He's just like... He's like in the backseat of the bus, and he's like watching Zendaya talk to the kid who was five years behind them, who's now aged up to them, and is like... 
Oh yes, the I remember new, him like, now. Yeah. Romantic con- conflict that he has with her. Right. Yes. And so like they have their thing, and he's I don't know I think he like mutters something offhand like oh, I hate that guy I wish he was dead or something to that effect. <laughs> yeah. Wish he was gone. I need to get rid of that guy or something. <laughs> yeah, I need to get rid of that guy. And Edith is like, okay. No problem, Mr. Parker. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and so fires, um, I guess what, like a... Like rockets from just like... Just a rocket from a space Yeah, he has satellite. the, like, yeah, he has the capacity, like, for whatever, all of Tony's other weapons. Yeah. I don't know if they came from Tony's house, if they came from, like, the Avengers apartment building, or, just, like, they said it was, like, an outer space protection thing. Who knows? Who knows where it came from? Anyway, he freaking sends, shoots a rocket at, at basically his bus to try and get rid of this kid. I feel like there needs, there should maybe be some more, like, protections on these glasses. Like Parental lock. Yeah. Like, if I accidentally hit delete on something on my computer, my computer's like, are you sure you want to do that? Or you can undo it, or... Yeah. yeah. A lot of ways around it. I think there's... Usually you probably want to get a... Are you sure you want to shoot some rockets at your bus? Before that happens. Instead of just like, okay, cool. You can blow up your bus. That's no big deal. I'm on it. Whoops. So, uh, there's a rocket. Rocket coming at the bus. And Peter's got a... He can't stop it with the glasses, I think. Um... Was there an issue where, like, he dropped the glasses or, like, something happens? Uh, he also can't, like, bring a bunch of attention to the fact that he's just shot a rocket at the bus right. through his glasses. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and so, like, I think he, what, he ends up, like, jumping through the top of the bus or something to, like, grab it and throw it around. I forget what actually happens. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the actual, like, scene. I just remember the, like, him, rocket's like, basically, like, almost to the bus. And he's like, uh. I remember him freaking out. Yeah. Um, and really having to, uh, pull some shenanigans to prevent, one, the rocket from blowing everyone up, <laughs> mm. two, everyone finding out that there was a rocket, <laughs> yes. three, everyone realizing that he's the one, like, preventing the rocket from destroying, like, he's got to do so. he's juggling a yeah. lot of balls in the air at the same time. Right. Uh, but he does it, sort yeah. of. I think, I think there's some, like, suspicious looks. And, yeah. Like, concerned... His- glances because this point his, his buddy's name is ned right yes ned doesn't still doesn't know he's spider-man right i don't know he at does this point. oh does yeah he, he found oh him. yeah i remember last the last movie he did yeah yeah because i remember if he gets tries to get ned to cover for him ned, ned is also a little busy at this point in the movie <sighs> it's true because on the will they were flying mm-hmm. over you know over to europe something happened where they weren't sitting next to each other they switched seats something like that yeah so he ends up sitting next to Betty? Yeah. Yeah. Angry Rice. Angry Rice. Sure. That's her name. Um, but yeah, so Betty, who we've seen before, she does the TV promos with uh, Jason. Yeah. Which is like the one of the better parts of like <laughs> these movies. So good. They're like, oh, they're just so good. They're little like high school newscasts. So good. Yeah, Betty's very, like, uptight, very type A, very, like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, like, overachiever. Like, she she's a lot. Ned is not. No. no. He's pretty chill. Mm-hmm. But, so he ends up sitting next to Betty, and they talk the whole way to Europe. And they decide they're gonna start dating. So cute. Yeah, so now they're spending all their time together. Mm-hmm. Aww. 
So precious. No. Adorable. Yeah. Which gives Ned this whole... The whole movie is mostly, like, every time Ned is interacting with Peter, he's coming at it from, like, I've... I've lived so many years. Yeah, he acts like a, a middle-aged man giving him, like, <laughs> yeah. giving him, like, relationship advice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, look, it's not as hard as you think it is. You just gotta tell her how you feel. Like, you just <laughs> spend a few hours with her, just pour out your soul, she will do the same. And it's great. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah, so he doesn't really have Ned to help him, like, with these crises at this point. Ned is preoccupied. Yeah. yeah. Which, again, is kind of the whole thing, right? Like, he doesn't want crises. So, like, yeah. for Peter, whatever. They're, I don't plan to be protecting our school bus from an incoming rocket, you <laughs> right. know? But if that's the case, why is he bothering with the glasses at all? You know, I think he can't resist the allure. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you get superpower glasses, you probably want to know what they do. Just again, on your school field trip on a bus is probably not the well, best time like, to like tinker with the glasses. But I really would want to read like an instruction manual. Well, yes, that's ideally what you would do with the glasses instead of just putting them on your face and just muttering that you hate somebody and want to get rid of them, and then yeah. shooting rockets at them on accident. Again, there should probably be there needs to be like a password on the glasses or some sort of like activation code. Yes. But. They make it to Prague. Alas, yes. Slowly but steadily. And um, as Mysterio Beck predicted, fire elemental. It appears. It appears. One evening. Um, at a... Not exactly like a part, sort of at a... Um, sort of like a carnival? Yeah, kind of like fair, a carnival, festival, fair thing. Yeah. Kind of in like the town square, it seems like, of think, wherever the city they're um, in. Yeah, Prague. Everyone was going to see a play or an opera... I yeah, think. Zendaya and Peter have been kind of, you know, Zendaya's interested. Yeah. So she, they, she was excited. They were gonna, you know, come to the play. So you could sit with, you could sit next to me. Mm-hmm. Make out if it's boring. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, but Peter ditches. He sort of he realizes something's going on. He's very like uh, trying to figure out what to do. He wants to stay. Instead, he ends up running off. Zendaya yeah. sees him go running off and's like. Thanks, Peter Parker. But then we also find that Ned and Betty are at the carnival, too. Yeah, they decided... They ditched, too. Yeah, which doesn't seem like a very Betty thing to do, but I guess they didn't really want to see the play. Uh, They thought they'd go to the carnival. Opera isn't for everyone. No, that's true. Uh, I might even go as far as to say opera isn't for most people. I would concur. Yeah. I've seen some opera in my time. Have not. I have no interest. It's okay. It's okay. No. <laughs> uh, I would probably rather... Well... The what? carnival around here doesn't bring in the most awesome of people. Sure. So I would maybe rather go to the opera. At least then it's dark. No one wants to talk to me. Yeah, yeah but... But why is it only one or the other? Like... <laughs> You have to go to one or the other. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be a third thing. Well, the, in this movie, nobody goes back to the hotel room to just sit around, so... Well, that's me. That's what I do. I, You are Ned. I am Betty. I've dragged you out to go to the carnival. Uh, much better than an opera. By far. <laughs> I will keep that in mind next time we're planning a trip. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, but at the carnival, Fire Elemental appears. But 
Peter, preparing, knowing that this is going to happen, knowing that he's going to be involved somehow, but he doesn't have a suit, so he has to get dressed up somehow so people can't tell who he is. Right. So he dresses all in black with, like, ski mask type stuff and, yeah. and like, hockey pad, all that kind of stuff and just... I don't remember, like, where did he get this stuff? I don't know. <laughs> but he's dressed all in black. Mm-hmm. And really all you can see are his eyes. Yes. And uh, he tries to protect his friend. Right. Because they're stuck on the Ferris wheel, as one is, during mm-hmm. the carnival. As one is in a movie when you get on a When Ferris the villain wheel. shows up, yeah. Uh, Beck shows up mm-hmm. shortly. And with Peter's help, they're able to take down the fire elemental. Yes. It's tough. Yeah, it's pretty big. But uh, they do it. They save everybody. Boom. No one really finds out. No one finds out it was Peter. No. No. Uh, I forget, is it the news that uh, gives him the name, or does, like, somebody there, like, ask who he is? I'm trying to remember. I don't know if Jake Gyllenhaal said it, or, like, <laughs> or like somebody was like, I don't know, that guy's like... A night monkey. <laughs> a night monkey. <laughs> night monkey. And Peter's like... <sighs> I love it. It's, yeah, because so he good. can't do anything about it. He can't be like, my name is not Night Monkey. I am Spider-Man. Yeah. Can't say that. No. Stuck being Night Monkey. I love Night Monkey. <laughs> that might be one my favorite thing in this movie. I mean, it's better than Spider-Man. No, it's not. Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Spooderman. Spider-Man. Night Monkey. <laughs> Night Monkey. Um, so much better. They take down the fire elemental. Mm-hmm. Save everybody. Yep. Fury and Hale show up, and they're like... Come with us to back and Peter. Uh, come with us to Berlin and uh, join a team. Form a team with us. Do a team. Avengers. Let's do it. And Peter's like, no. Still on vacation. Still on vacation. No matter how much I keep not being on vacation, still on vacation. Um, but more than that, Peter's like, this guy's better than me. Yeah, he's like, I don't need this kind of... He's like, I know that Tony wanted me to, like, have these classes, wanted me to sort of take his... I don't know, at this point, does he have, like... Did he get a suit? I don't remember if Happy tried to give him any of the, like, fam- um, nicer suits that I think he still has Tony the old suit, though, yeah. that Tony made. Well, not with him. Or, well, no. not with him. I don't, know, I don't remember where he put it. Yeah. Anyway, so... But he has the classes, and he's like, you know what? He's like, I don't... He's like, I don't think I want to do this. Like, I just want to be a high schooler... I want to go make out with Zendaya. I want to go on my trip. I want to not get almost fireballed and waterlogged <laughs> and whatever else has happened. I just want to do my thing. This guy clearly is very capable. Sure. Kind of. He is. A little Tony-esque. A little more zen. A little more... He has more chill than yeah. Tony does. Yeah. Much calmer. Jake Gyllenhaal is much more uh, laid back and very, like, a little more serious than Tony. Mm-hmm. But he's like, you know what? Why don't you give the classes to this guy? Yeah. He was better capable of handling it than me. Yes. Almost blew up my bus on accident. <laughs> they met in a they meet in a pub mm-hmm. type thing. He transfers possession of the glasses to Beck. Yeah, there because there is that sort of there is that protection of the glasses is that yes. only Peter can do anything with them. Right. Which is good. I mean, it had problems. In theory. Had its problems. <laughs> but uh the idea that only one person can use them is nice. Yeah. Can't fall into the wrong hands. Right. But they still can, because he gives them to Beck. 
Why is that a problem? He's been doing so good. Well, Peter, like, thanks him for, you know, accepting this responsibility. He's feels relieved to have the weight off of his shoulders. Leaves the pub. And within, like, five seconds, the illusion of the pub kind of disappears. And everybody in it starts, like, cheering and patting him on the back. And he, like, stands up on the counter. And he's like, we fucking did it we we got the glasses we got all like we duped peter we have all the power we're gonna finally get all of everything we ever wanted he's a villain oopsies (sighs) damn it peter (laughs) you got bamboozled he absolutely did um so what's really going on with with mysteria with with beck here um yeah you tell me because i remember it slightly (laughs) okay um, so he used to work for Peter, or for Tony. Didn't, I feel like everyone who ends up being a villain has worked for Tony. Tony must be the shittiest boss in the history of the world. Uh, before the first Iron Man, I bet he was. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he used to, he was a former employee, and I think everyone else was also a former employee of Tony's, and he worked in the holographic illusions division. Of course, of course there was one of those at Stark sure. Industries, why not? And uh, he was fired for his unstable nature. Oh. Well, reasonable. Yes. Um, but he's unstable, are, so... Lots of villains are unstable. It seems a, to be a trademark. Uh, and so now, he he leads this team. Um, they are all disgruntled ex-Stark employees. <laughs> and they've combined their forces to use drones to project um, the elemental attacks... And also to project Beck as a hero. Right. So it's all manufactured. Yes. Every single inch of it. Mm-hmm. Which, as soon as you find that out, for me it's like, oh, well, I mean, all they got to figure out is that he's lying. And, I mean, doesn't it be, like, I'm thinking, doesn't it become really easy once they figure out he's not who he says he is? You know? You would expect it to be. You want you kind of like you pull the string and the whole thing unravels yes. situation, uh, but it's not really because I guess you it's it's the kind of situation where like I may know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are not actually sitting in front of me that what I'm seeing this image of you is is fake it's a fabrication, but if you pull out if. Not you pulls out a gun and aims it at my head, like you're you're still you can't help but be like concerned. Your brain is wired that way. It's like yeah. I see this. It has to be a thing, even yes. if you really know it's kind of not. Yeah. It's really hard to wrap your head around. Like, but I see it. It's right there. Mm-hmm. You need to. There has to be something within the illusion that breaks it. Yeah, there has to be something. That's something that's broken. Right. So, like, if. For example, I reach out and, like, my hand goes through the gun you're holding. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's not there. Right. So I don't have to worry about it. And so it's tricky. It, it presents a very interesting villain, one that I, we've never really seen mm-hmm. uh, in the MCU. Because for all the evil evil that Beck is, um, you then think back to all the attacks and what damage did they do? If everything's an illusion, right? Right. 
But then you, you know, they kind of peel back more of the layers, I think, as the movie progresses. And, like, some of the drones have actual guns attached to them and they're shooting things. And that's how you right. end up with some of the destruction and so on. So it's kind of a mix mm-hmm. of illusion and, and reality. Right. Which is what makes it so dangerous, I think. Right. It's even after you know that it's not real. Right. Because, yeah, because <laughs> if this thing attacks and starts, like, messing up a city and then Jake Gyllenhaal's like here I am I fixed it and then he leaves and then all of a sudden well the city seems okay right I thought this bridge collapsed like mm. yeah yeah so the yeah I think some of the drones have like rockets and like stuff like that sort of the somehow it's manipulated so that the way they're going around they well, they're like destroying everything right but now he has access to all of Tony's orbital weapons yeah uh, he can increase the size, the scope, the power yeah. tenfold. Yeah, because the point of all this is to make it so that Jake Gyllenhaal is this huge hero. Mm-hmm. So he sets up all these big, big things, and oh, he mysteriously is always there, and he can he fixes it. Yeah, he, he saves it. Yeah, could have been so much worse if he didn't show up. Would have been. Mm-hmm. Sneaky. We've got our eyes on you, Mysterio. So, do we or is it an illusion? <laughs> Peter returns back to the class. Mm-hmm. MJ approaches him, confronts him. You're Spider-Man. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Basically, how the conversation goes. Pretty much, yeah. Um, it's like I figured it all out. Yeah. And uh, wouldn't you know it? MJ has also recovered a piece of debris. From the attack, because she followed Peter. Yeah, she was sort of like, you kind of see her, she was in an alleyway, kind of, when the attack was happening. Mm Because Ned and Betty were over on the Ferris wheel, like, kind of in the middle, like, stuck there in the middle of the whole thing. Right. She was just sort of watching, like, over on the side. And yeah, something... She had a piece of something. I think it was one of the drones. Like, one of the drones or something broke and ended up, it landed near her. Or was it... She, when she picked it up, it was a piece of debris. And then she... Eventually went back to it later, and now it's a projector from the drone. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Uh, And that's like, oh, this guy's uh, not real. He's a fraud. Yeah. Peter's like... Because it doesn't have, like, footage of the attack on it. Like, something Yeah, I think you can, like, trigger it, and it shows, like, parts, a a small piece of the attack. And Peter's heart drops. (laughs) I did an oops. Oh, shit. (laughs) Uh... He made a big mistake. Remember those cool glasses I had? I need those back. Yeah. So, he goes to Berlin. He's got to find Fury. And, and this time, doesn't he somehow convince his class to go to Berlin? I feel like something uh, else I think he happened. might have. Yeah. And he's like, "Why? what if we What if we go here? Oh, it makes so much sense. Yeah, why not? Um, so he finds Fury. Mm-hmm. Talks to him. He's yep. like, Beck's doing the... Beck's a bad guy. We gotta stop him. I gave him all this power, though. <laughs> uh, Sorry. My bad. Oopsies. Uh, but Fury is not who he says he is. And in this instance, he is an illusion. Dun, dun, dun. And so in the conversation, he reveals... Peter reveals that he told his friends the truth yes. about Beck. Which now puts them in grave danger. Double oops. Oh, man. 
He just cannot catch a break. He's making a lot of oopses here. Sure is. And so um, this is where the, maybe my favorite sequence in the movie, where he s- stumbles through illusion after illusion after illusion after illusion after illusion after illusion in this incredibly trippy sequence where you never know what's real, mm-hmm. even though you kind of feel like it's all fake. Right. But it's still like, I guess like the sensory overload itself is enormous. Right. And he kind of, he ends up trying to fight things and stumble around and like Mysterio shows up and then he disappears and this is here and that's gone and this is here and that's gone. And eventually like spins around and like a train is coming at him. And that's not an illusion. <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, but he's not dead. No. He's able to survive. Yes. Just knocked unconscious. Believed to be dead. How mm. convenient. How convenient. Every time. Yeah. Imagine the teachers, man. They're like <laughs> chaperones for this trip. Like, you let one of the kids get hit by a train. Yeah, not good. Yeah, no. Fired. <laughs> Probably. I would think so. Prison. <laughs> Not great. No. Not great, Bob. Um, there's a moment, just to kind of backtrack a lot, but Martin Starr is one of the two teachers. The other is J.B. Smoove. Martin Starr was in the previous movie. I don't think J.B. Smoove was. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, but there's a scene. It's just Martin Starr, and he's like on a pier dock thing, and he's trying to take his own picture, and it's like... However long the scene is, it's that many seconds too long. Because he, like, sets his camera on the side. And then, inevitably, the camera ends up falling into the water. Of course. And it just... It's so bad. I hate it so much. It's so stupid to me. It's well, so juvenile. think of that? I don't know. Bring it up. It's a thing I think of every time I think of this movie about, like... Why is this in here? It makes no sense. We don't need it to know that Martin Starr is kind of a klutz. Kind of yeah. a dopey guy. Yeah. His whole thing is he's just in a panic the entire trip. Yeah. Trying to figure, like, looking at brochures and trying to figure stuff out and being like, we should do this and we should do that. And, oh, my God, there's a water monster. And, like, what are we going to do now? And our hotel's a shithole. And, like, oh, my God. And meanwhile, J.B. Smoove is like, it's going to be fine. Yeah. He, he he's sort of like, okay. he just wants to go on vacation. He's like, like we're in Europe. Like, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it, it, this is, like, the two of them getting on the airplane, I think, in the beginning. Like, J.B. Smoove has, like, the neck pillow. He puts on, like, earplugs and, like, covers his eyes. And he's like, yeah. I'm sleeping. Yeah. None of these kids are talking to me. I don't yeah. care if they fall out of the plane. Like, wake me up when we get there. <laughs> Meanwhile, Martin Starr is just like, just like, okay. okay. I think he's got, like, a huge, like, backpack. Like, he just has all the shit. Like, yep. yeah. Planned for every single, you know, emergency. Yeah. <sighs> but that scene is, is, is so bad. It's, like bad humor it's not funny i don't like it i'm really intrigued by like the things that you pick (laughs) out in these movies that like drive you nuts well i've only seen this one once right and it's the only marvel movie i've seen once whereas you've seen almost all of them once like i have seen all of them once we saw in game twice well yes okay (laughs) um yeah so like that sticks out to me because it's really really bad it's like a I don't know. It's like a B, maybe C movie slasher scene that you would see with like the camp counselor down by the dock, like (laughs) 
like in the present day like trying to take a selfie and like oh no he trips and like his phone flies out of his hand into the middle of the lake and like he's like he like dives in to grab it and the monster like drags him down at the bottom because he's so stupid that's what it feels like to me it's a scene that does not belong in marvel in my opinion Oh, okay. <laughs> That's how I feel. Whatever about it. you say. I do not like being that a little dramatic. I am not. It. I think it, you that are. that one scene costs it like thirty points. Ridiculous <laughs> to me. There's many other problems with this movie. I didn't even remember that scene. Now you Until will you never forget it. I probably will forget it as soon as we're done no, talking I'm about this movie. I'm gonna remind you it's every day. I'm gonna text you when you're at work. <laughs> Remember that scene where Martin Starr drops his camera into the Venice waters? Make sure you don't drop your phone. Yeah. Like, stupid to me. <laughs> it's true, though. No! <laughs> it's true. Okay. Why does this happen in every episode that we get sidetracked by something stupid? Back to the task at hand. Yes, back to the actual problems of this movie. Peter wakes up, and he gets in touch with Happy. John Favreau. He's his new guy. This is his... He doesn't have Tony well, anymore. Happy was sort of supposed to be his guy last movie, but Happy was like, stop calling me. I don't want to deal with you, basically. He was supposed to be babysitting Peter, kind of. Yeah. And he just didn't want to deal with it. No. Which is probably why half the time he kept screwing up and Tony kept having to show back up. But yeah. But now, Happy is the guy. And I think, you know, we kind of... We didn't really talk about it, but I think a lot of that is him feeling like... More like Peter's dad now. Right. He's... Sort of in a relationship with Marissa Tomei, mm. Mrs. Parker. Yeah. Miss Parker. And uh, Aunt May. I and think last movie, like last Spider-Man, by the end of it, Happy was kind of like, okay, yeah. like this kid, this kid's legit. He's a good kid. Mm-hmm. He's he's grown fond of Peter. Yes. And then I think they bonded a little bit after mm-hmm. after Tony passed away. Yeah. Now they're sort of, you know, they're each obviously like, Happy was probably Tony's best friend, really. Yeah. Besides... Uh, Pepper. Pepper. Yeah. And then Peter was his protege. Yep. So now they sort of, they both lost Tony. Yeah. Uh, So he calls up Happy and he's like, hey, um, just FYI. uh, (laughs) Didn't oops. uh, Made a couple of mistakes and I need you to come grab me. I'm in Prague. Or uh, in Prague at this point. I think they were supposed to go to Berlin. Or Berlin. Yeah. Yeah. But I need you to take me to London where the rest of my class is. Um, and Happy's like, okay. <laughs> sure, why not? So, uh, Happy goes, gets the, picks up Peter, takes him to London, and along the way, Peter turns into Tony, sort of, in the back of the plane, and he's, like, assembling a new suit. He's doing the Tony thing with, like, the hologram... AI and like move this thing over here, move this thing over here. Oh, turns into a basketball net, move this thing over here. (laughs) Yeah, he kind of has all the pieces that he would want to make a suit, basically. He like 3D prints it and uh, he's got a Spider Man suit. Ta da! Boom! We spent how long of this, how much of this movie without real Spider Man showing up? Like 90% of it. Right. Which I don't mind. I mean, you give me Night Monkey. Three, I'm gonna go watch that. I would probably go see that before I see Spider Man Three. <laughs> Be more excited. Yeah, it's Night Monkey. Night Monkey. Uh, so, uh, in London, we have the biggest illusion of them all: the air elemental. 
and not only the air elemental, it's the air elemental fused with the other three. Super mental. So, air, fire, water, earth. It's Captain Planet! And, again, questions raised. Thought we'd destroyed the other ones. How are they part of this thing? Well, maybe that was part of the problem why they destroyed uh, Mysterio's other planet. They just keep coming back and reassembling into a super. Why did blob. we not know that? Well, they he didn't is come bad up before. at communicating. <laughs> so it's it's enormous. They all kind of combined into like this giant thunderstorm, earth storm tornado explosion. Earth storm tornado explosion. Yeah, something like that. And. Uh, it's mostly, uh, you know, again, Mysterio wants to be the hero. He wants to protect everybody and be raised on a pedestal. But, secondary to that, he also wants to kill all of Peter's friends. So they, yes. you know, there's no one that knows what's really going on. Yeah. Uh, you know. Snitches get stitches. Absolutely. If there's no snitches, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And so, Peter shows up as Spidey. He does a thing, does another thing, keeps doing things. Uh, to one, first, first priority, protect his friends, get right. them to a place where they're not going to die. Uh, I remember a scene where like Happy and Zendaya are together, and like they're in like this museum. All of them are there. Yeah, because there's like a big, some sort of big weapon that they're trying to like mess with. Yeah, I think like their like suit of armor, some type of thing. Yes. I don't remember a lot about that. I remember the scene. I remember liking the scene. Like, Happy was trying to, like, I think, protect everybody by, like, hoisting this big, like, shield or, like, a... Something. What's the spiked ball on the chain? Um, Mace? Mace, yeah. I think there was one of those, and he could barely, like, lift it. Or, like, he tried to throw it. Or he tried to throw something, and he could throw throw it for, like, two feet. Yeah, it does not do well. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work. Happy's trying to protect everybody else, and... Yeah... Doesn't go. Happy well. doesn't have superpowers. He does. Happy's just kind of like a little bit overweight dude in a suit <laughs> hanging out. True. Yeah. Um, because I think they're on the ground trying to like attack, like the the power supply or, or like the drones and like the way they're being communicated with or something. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Peter is trying to find Mysterio, the guy. Right. And he, they're like on the bridge, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like I, a covered walkway type of thing, sort yes. of. Yes. Yeah. Um, and at this point, like Peter's, I think he's able to like see. He rigged up the suit so he could like see the individual drones, mm-hmm. and so it's a lot easier for him. He can like avoid the things and like not get hit, and also like, oh, it's an illusion. Oh, it's an illusion. This is not mm-hmm. really here. This is not really here. He can get rid of some of the drones if he can get a hold of them. Yep. Knock them. And down. if he can, kind if of you distort- can mess up the drones enough. It's going to start messing with the projection of what's happening. Right. Which then other people are going to be like... Wait a second. What's going on here? Hmm. That building was collapsed a minute ago and now it's back where it was. What hmm. is going on? Hmm. But, Mysterio still has the glasses. Yeah. He still has so much power. Right. And uh, it's uh, a little... I don't know. It, it's... He's still... Peter's still in a position where, like... You know, Mysterio can say, like, one sentence and rain, like, bombs down on everybody. The only thing stopping him from doing that is he can't, one, explain it. Mm -hmm. 
because he still wants to turn out the hero of all this. Right. Um, and, you know, it just, you know, he, he, he's got to focus on Peter. Right. And he does it kind of to the detriment of his illusion at this point. It's one of those, it's that thing where, like, slowly the villain is, like, being revealed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? Fine, I'm the bad guy. I'm gonna kill you because you just, you know, outed me to everybody. Yeah. Kind of thing. Bad. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. But if he can get rid of Spider Man without anybody else seeing, then. Uh, he can figure it out. Yeah. He can salvage things. Yeah. Um, doesn't go so well for uh, our good friend Jake John Hall. Uh, no. Uh, Peter. And, like, I, this whole scene is very fuzzy to me. I don't remember much about it. I remember a very bad green screen in one of the moments. Yeah. Uh, with MJ. Yeah, some of the uh, visuals in this are... The illusion yeah. part is great. Yeah. But at the expense of some of the other moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Peter defeats him, but in doing so... Mysterio is able to, uh... I don't remember exactly. Jake Gyllenhaal gets wounded somehow. I don't know if he gets, like, stabbed in the stomach by something. Yeah. Like, he gets injured. Mm-hmm. Either, I don't remember if it's by one of his... I think it's by one of his own drones. Yeah, by one of the drones or something. I don't think Peter does it. Because at the end, Peter's still, like, trying to, like, help him. And Jake Gyllenhaal's like, no, you know what? You know, too late. Yeah. I'm done so. He gets control of Edith back. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, and Beck, uh, I mean, Beck does end up dying from the wounds. Right. As a ta- as before Peter leaves, he sort of, he records something. The, like, he sort exchange. of records Peter and him arguing. Yeah. Bickering back and forth about what's going on. Right. Before Peter, I think Peter has to go make sure everybody else is okay. Yeah. Because at this point, Jake Gyllenhaal's dying, but all his drones and stuff are still going around. Right. Blowing stuff up and doing whatever, so he has to go take care of that. So he sort of leaves him there to... Die. Die, basically. Yeah. His... One of his assistants gets a hold of some of the data, the, the recording, mm-hmm. and they doctor the footage. Basically, yeah. It's one of those things where, like... The footage is all legitimate. Right. But they sort of manipulate how it sounds. What yeah. exactly it looks like. Right. It's very easy to twist, like, I don't know, if you use the word hate and the word love in the same recording, and then you mention any name, pronoun, physical thing, you can love or hate that thing if the right person has that footage. Right. And Peter's, in you know, trying to stop the attack, trying to stop this, trying to stop that. Uh, but it's it's, he kind of always seems to phrase it as, like, like, I didn't want you to blow everybody up. Mm-hmm. And you cut out a couple of words, and it's like, I want to blow everybody up. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's like, oh no. <laughs> Oopsies. Uh-oh. Uh, so they do that. Mm-hmm. And they send that footage. Well, I guess not. We don't see what happens yeah, with it yeah. yet. We see that Jake Gyllenhaal has the footage, and he gives it to... His During assistant. this time, he sort of has, like, one particular... He has his little assistant. army of people, but he has his, like, assistant assistant. And he's like, you know, I have this footage. I download this thing. I need you to take it, and I need you to... And we sort of don't see what he says. Right. And we cut back over to Peter trying to help everybody. Yeah. He saves everyone. 
Yeah, I think we see, I think it's him. Oh, it's Hammers and Die. It's somebody. Somebody goes in and picks up, like, the maze and just chucks it across the room. And Happy's yeah. like, well. <sighs> uh, oh, Happy. Oh, poor Happy. Um, he finds MJ. Yep. And uh, they do, uh, they make up. They uh, get a little happy together. <laughs> that just sounds creepy. I don't know why I said it that way. No. I don't know at all. I think we need to doctor this <laughs> recording. Um, at about uh, that part. They, uh, they are in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. They like each other. So I think at this point Peter still hadn't really said anything. Finally, she's like, "I like you," and so I was like, she's like, "Okay, great." Bow time. Yeah, thanks. Uh, they go back to New York. Mm-hmm. Everybody's happy. Yeah, he kind of he well because now MJ knows he's Spider Man, obviously. Mm-hmm. So they sort of they're hanging out, so he can sort of like fly. He can do his Spider Man webs and stuff in front of her. Yeah, kind of like fly around with her. Yep. Holding onto her, so they, 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 you see him doing that. I think she hates it. She's sort of like, ah, I think it's like akin to like riding a roller coaster, sort of. Yeah. Because he's just like holding her and like yeah. shooting webs and like flying around the city. Way less safe than a roller coaster. Yeah. 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 So she's um, like, uh, because he was like, okay, he's like, yeah, here we are, and she's like, well, maybe we could walk next time, like. Yeah. Uh. Uh, also, they get off the plane in New York and. Uh, Ned and Betty have broken up. Yes, they had a discussion on the flight back, and things just weren't working out, and they parted. Amicably. Amicably, and, you know, just sometimes that happens. Yeah. But Ned is... I think Ned says something about he would rather have loved and lost than never loved at all, like, that sort of thing. Very, very... Ned is, like, 70 years old at very this Very serene about it. He, yeah. he has aged in incredibly well. Yeah. He is so dumb. This whole subplot was, like... Funny, but also at the same time, like... It just, it doesn't... It's not really necessary. No. It doesn't really do anything for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, movie ends. And, uh... Kind of, yeah. We get a mid credit scene. Mm-hmm. with Which is, I think, the one where he's flying around with MJ. Yep. And they, they sort of land in Times Square. Yes. It appears, I think, something like that, yeah. The camera pans over to one of the giant screens in the square, mm-hmm. and J.K. Simmons' face appears as J. Jonah Jameson. And see, I did not know who this... You were really excited. I was so excited. This you, was like, amazing. Like, you, I think, gasped and grabbed me. Like, I was... I could not contain you myself. You freaked out, and I'm like... I mean, I like J.K. Simmons. But, because uh, I had no idea who this character was, like, anything. I just was like, okay. I, I saw his face show up. I instantly knew what was happening. Because, like, where did he, where was he, what was he in before? Like, that had the to Toby do with Maguire this. Spider-Man. Okay. I blocked those from my memory because I hated well, those so Well, that's, like, I looked at you, I'm freaking out, I think I, like, grabbed your arm. Yeah. And you had no reaction. You were just like, what? Uh. And that, like emotionally damaged me that it had no effect on you you were about to just, i was very disappointed you were about to betty me at the theater weren't you been like i this it's been a good run oh, but I, it was I, so frustrating i think we're done here <laughs> this isn't working out we are madison and peter we are just too different um so <laughs> you blocked it out but in the sam raimi spider-man movies 
the Tommy Maguire, meh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Willem Dafoe as uh, Green Goblin is really good. Yeah, kind of remember that part. Good villain. Um, he doesn't really show up past the first movie except as like images. But J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson is like the best thing about those movies. He is so perfect. I do enjoy in, that um, name. Yeah. The every I always think back to there's a scene in the movie where he shows up to like a crime scene that Spider-Man was at. He hates Spider-Man. Me too. And at least Tobey Maguire's version. And like he like before smartphones, so he doesn't have any way to take a picture. There's this little girl standing next to him with a camera and he's like how much for that camera? And she's like 20 bucks. And he's like no. And she's like okay. Fine. And he, like, gives her 20 bucks, <laughs> takes the camera, and he tries to take a picture, and it doesn't work. And he opens up the back of it, and he turns to the little girl, and she's, like, holding the roll of, like, film. Like, the, the canister in her fingers. She's like, this is gonna cost you extra. <laughs> and it's, like, so great. J.K. Simmons is amazing. He's perfect cast for this role. And I th- it's, like, one of those things where, you know... This is one of the very few Marvel characters that we've seen in other movies before the MCU. You know, we got Hulk before as um, Eric Bana back in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. But that didn't... Who cares, right? Like, who cares about Eric Bana? He wasn't, like, a perfectly cast character. We didn't need to see him again. And obviously, honestly, he would have been a lot worse than Mark Ruffalo is. He's a lot worse than Ed Norton is. Oh, that's not good. Um... <laughs> He's just so bland, uh, at least in that role. He's done other stuff that's good. Uh, but we got Spider-Man. We have all the Spider-Man characters. Uh, I, I don't remember Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man having J. Jonah Jameson, and if they do, it wasn't J.K. Simmons, so it was crap. <laughs> but it's it's kind of like, what if they do another Iron Man, and it's not Robert Downey Jr.? It would not work. No. You would, you know, it's like when you got... It's like if you reca- recasting Heath Ledger into Jared Leto. It was terrible. And you haven't seen Suicide Squad, but it was terrible. He was so, so bad as Joker. He's I also awful. didn't see the Heath Ledger version. So. Well, Heath Ledger's incredible. And it's the same thing. Like, he was perfect for that role, and nobody was... Like, if Heath Ledger hadn't died, you know, there's no reason not to just make him play every Joker role for the rest of his capable years. Right. And I think at the, you know, the first Spider-Man movie came out in like 2000, 2001-ish. I was in high school, so it was like 2000-ish probably. Yeah. Uh, It's been a while. Mm -hmm. That's like, it's been 15 years at least since since Spider-Man 3, plus or minus a year. Uh, So J.K. Simmons has aged a bit. Mm -hmm. But he's playing, uh, he was playing um, Gordon in like the Justice League movie in the Batman v Superman movie or whatever. Uh, and so, you know, he's got his, he's got stuff going on and he's got, you know, doing his movies. But for him to show up in this, I was so psyched. He is the only person I can ever acknowledge as like J. Jonah Jameson. He, he fits the character. He looks like the character. He just, he has the, he gives off the vibe of the character. Oh man. He's like, I hate Spider-Man. I would do anything to bring Spider-Man down. Fake news, fake news, fake news. Spider-Man's an evil villain. 
I'm going to print whatever I want. Dr. Octopus, Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> so good. I love it. I was so excited. <sighs> this was basically what happened the whole way out of the theater to the car. was me being uh, like, what is the big deal? And you're like, well, I remember uh, you told me verbatim like the same thing about yeah. like the camera scene from like the other movie. I remember Did this I? exact conversation. Yes. yes, It's all I ever point to. And like, it's not even a huge like J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson scene, but like it just thing. I he's so good. He's so good. <laughs> um, so yeah, he shows up on the screen uh, to give us uh, some bad news. Yeah, he's gotten the footage. Yeah, remember remember that uh, footage that Jake Gyllenhaal wanted his assistant to do something with. Yep. Well, she did something with it. Yep. Gave it to this guy. Yep. Little it. It's a little different than what seemed like happened. Yeah, we just saw this, and I thought Mysterio was the bad guy. Yeah, no, Spider-Man killed him. Yes. He was the good guy, and Spider-Man's like, I'm the good guy, you're not the good guy, I'm just gonna stab you. How's that sound? <laughs> yeah. Also, my drones are gonna kill you. Yeah. Um, so, he's framed... <laughs> Spider-Man is framed for the entire attack, Yeah. killing Mysterio, who... As far as everyone else is aware, was doing the right thing, doing the good guy thing. Saved everybody yeah. multiple times. Because at this point, the only person who knows that Mysterio is not a good guy is Peter, Peter MJ, Ned. Ned. And uh, that's it. I think but Happy, Happy knows. I guess Happy. Happy and Nick Fury, kind of. Sort of. Yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that, too. Uh, yeah. But th- there's more. That's already awful. Spider-Man is a villain. Yeah, like, oh, shit. But there's more. And because when uh, Peter and Mysterio were having this conversation, Peter didn't have a mask on. Nope. Oopsies. That's not good. So now, guess who's standing in the middle of Times Square with his big fat head plastered all over all of the billboards and everything else around? Peter! Peter! Oopsies! So, uh, yeah. It takes us about, what, a minute, a minute and a half for Peter to go from, I'm a hero, I saved everybody's life, I'm amazing. Look at me fly around with my girlfriend on all the big buildings. Life is perfect. Got to do my high school stuff, and I'm Spider-Man. And now he's public enemy number one. Yeah. Mastermind villain. Everyone knows who he is. And he's standing in the middle of Times Square. Yep. Oh no. Oh dear. <sighs> so it's not great. Not ideal. No. And uh, we fade to black on this scene. Uh, which is... I'm... This moment, period, is why I'm excited for the next Spider-Man movie. I think... It ha- gives it leads into so many possible things that I think could be so exciting for this character. I'm the like the opposite. No. I hate this direction. Why? I just I the whole like fake news and like media manipulation. Like I'm just not here about it. I'm not here for it. Uh, that side, maybe. I think, especially given the current political climate and yeah. like all that shit, a lot of. Uh, I have to deal enough with this in my actual life. I don't need to deal with it in my, like, superhero movie life. But, independent of that, the 
I'm a superhero who didn't want my identity revealed, and now everybody knows who I am, but they also think I'm a me- I'm the villain. That part I'm here for. That could be fine. I'm, I'm absolutely here for that. I unfortunately am not here for your J. Jonah Jameson. Oh my gosh, you... We gotta rewatch the early Spider-Man movies. He's, I I will just edit out all the non-Jane Joan Jameson scenes. Okay. I will find us a YouTube clip if right you... after this, and we will watch it. It's like probably five minutes of just J. Jonah Jameson being amazing. What if I drink wine and eat food and we play a game instead? No. So, <laughs> we go to black. More credits. Mm-hmm. End credit scene. Yes. Because a lot of this movie is about what's actually really happening as opposed to what we think is happening right so we have this big problem but nick fury knows who mysterio was yeah knows peter sure so he knows he's not a bad guy sure i don't know does fury at some point does he find out that mysterio is a bad guy before because i feel like the last we see him is sort of when um Peter's like, I'm done here. Okay, as far as bye. we, except for the illusion Fury, which is not Fury, yeah, it's just the last time we see him is him, you know, yeah, saying no, I don't want to be part of your group. Yeah. So yeah, so we at least know Fury knows what's going on, sort, sort of. of. Yeah. But it's Fury, so like you got to expect he'll he'll know one way or the other. He knows everything. Yeah. Or usually he does. However, Peter really wanted to take a vacation. You know, not unwarranted. Like, a lot happened. Yeah. Like, I need a vacation after, like, living my daily life. I'm sure if I got snapped and had to be, like, a superhero and whatever, I would probably need a vacation also. Yeah. Well, Nick Fury decided he needed a vacation, too. And, look, he's more than... He's deserving. He's he's more than deserving of a vacation, so, we had we saw Fury in Captain Marvel. He was one of the people who got dusted. Did we see him come back? We we saw him at the end of Endgame. At he the showed up at the scene. funeral. We didn't like see him return. I don't think yeah. we saw him. He wasn't at the fight. No, but we see Nick Fury kind of on vacation often. He's with the uh, what are those people called? The scrolls. The scrolls. He's on the scroll ship still. Yeah. He's just sort of chilling. Hanging out. I think he's created some sort of illusion there of, like, the beach. Yes. He calls down to Korg. Who's on Earth? Being Nick Fury. Not Korg. Is it not Korg? I thought it was Korg. Korg is not a scroll. Oh, yeah, you he's mean, Thor's Talos. Yes, Talos. Talos. Yes, Korg was Thor's buddy. Yes. Yes. He, Rock guy. I would kind of like to see him pretend to be Nick Fury also. That would be something. <laughs> it would be amazing. It would be something. <laughs> okay, so Talos. He calls down to Talos. Yes. Like, yeah, I'm on vacation. Like, figure out, figure it out. Like, just keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because as we remember, those guys are shapeshifters. So he's been Fury the whole time. Yeah. Well, Fury's on and the, the same, vacation. And the, <laughs> the same is true with Maria Hill. Yes. She was also a scroll the whole time. Yes. So we don't really know where she is. Huh. I don't think we didn't see her hanging out with Fury at the fake beach, right? No. So, yeah. So uh, it's sort of unknown at this point what Nick Fury actually knows is going on, and a P doesn't seem like he gives a shit anyway. Yeah. He's checked out. He's he's like, I'm good up here on the ship, having a nice time. Mm-hmm. No one's attacked us. I haven't had to deal with any problems. No. 
Yep, I'm good. Yeah, I think Talos at this point is like... (sighs) (laughs) I think... uh, I don't know. Who knows, like, what the deal was that Fury and Talos struck together. Where he's like, hey, look, uh, I need you to go pretend to be me for a couple of weeks or whatever. Months, years, however (laughs) long. And Talos like, um, okay. I guess I owe you one or something. Yeah. And now he's like, um... Why don't you come back? Yeah, I think you, I think you need to be here for this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm way over my head. Yeah, yeah. which like sort it. of explains earlier why uh, Nick Fury didn't really ask a lot of questions about Mysterio. Like, mm-hmm. where did you come from? I haven't heard of you. Yeah, this seems a little. Nick Fury knows everything. Yes, he would have known that. What was up with that in like five minutes? Absolutely, absolutely. He would have had Jake Gyllenhaal in like a headlock before he like left the bunker. Yeah. No. So so that's a problem. Yeah. It is a very big problem. Yeah. Hmm. And that is the last thing that has happened in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Up until now? Up yeah. Until now. Is there anything else you want to touch on before we leave Spider-Man Far From Home? Hmm. We didn't really talk about Jake Gyllenhaal. I thought he was fun. I liked him a lot. He did, he a, did good, a good job. I, at the beginning of the movie when he's sort of... He's Mysterio the good guy, and we don't know yet that he's not. Yes. He's very, his, he's very kind of subdued, very kind of like, Proper. he's a little, he's a little bit like um, Captain America yes. in the first like movie or two, kind of that, a modern version of that, just mm-hmm. sort of very kind of like, did I do the right thing, you know, got to protect these people, these people destroyed my planet, I'm going to help you guys out, like, yes. just doing my job, doing what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Or like... As soon as you get the scene where he gets the glasses and, like, the illusion switches to the reality, he, like, completely does a 180 to his character. He's, like, hamming it up. He's, like, big. He's loud. He's, like, a very... He's, like, a dramatic, like, soap opera actor, kind of, is what he reminds <laughs> me of. Like, with his assistant, he's, like, going on, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I need this to happen. I need this to happen. Like, Barbara, I'm sorry. I'm, so- I'm sorry. I'm so- I know I need to calm down. He does, like, a lot of stuff like that. I think yeah. that part, like, the second half of the movie, he was great. Like, all his interactions with his, like, team of people were so good. Yeah. Where you get, like, I am the bad guy. <laughs> Everybody thinks I'm great. Yes. It was really good. Mm-hmm. I was very fond of him. Zendaya? She is fine. Yeah. She's she's almost, like, a little too subdued as MJ. Mm-hmm. For me to really get super excited about her, I like the you know. I don't Do you know like that her with her, Peter. I don't know that those two. That's what I was gonna say. I don't know that those two really have great chemistry together. I feel like um, Tom Holland. Like I feel like he works really well with like we've seen with at this point with like a fair amount of the other characters mm-hmm. and all his interactions with those like him and Happy are good. Like him and Tony were always really great. Mm-hmm. Him and Chris Evans, even when they had that little scene in um, Civil War where they're talking about, like, where they're from. Yeah. Um, when he meets, uh, like, Captain Marvel in Endgame and, um, what's her, what's her name with the horse? Uh, Valkyrie. Valkyrie, yeah. All his other interactions, I feel like, with the other characters are really good. And I don't know if it's just because Zendaya as MJ plays MJ, like, very, like, sarcastic and, like, subdued. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that, like, and Tom Holland's very, like, upbeat, energetic and upbeat. It's yeah. sort of, I don't feel like they play off each other that great, which hmm. I like. I really like Tom Holland, and I like Zendaya fine. 
I just don't know that I like her a lot. Like, I like kind of the... Was Kirsten Dunst MJ? Was yes. that who she was? I, First she, movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was one of the things I did like about those movies. I thought she did a good job. She mm-hmm. was sort of cheerful and happy. Yeah. Like, sh- that version of the character, I think, would have been something good with this version of Spider-Man. But she's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Could it be... Because, I, I mean, a lot of their interactions so far have been, like, in the courtship phase. Mm-hmm. If the third movie is them in the relationship phase, could that be different enough, maybe, to work? Maybe. I also don't know that. I sort of like Zendaya when she was, like, kind of, like, snarky and, like, whatever. Like, kind of the first movie where she's like, I don't really like you. Nobody likes me. Right. Very kind of, like, she's very much more, like, not rebel but, like, sort of, like, badass outcast character. Like, she doesn't really give a shit what's going on. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this one, even they, like... I always feel like they tried to girly her up a little bit more to make her more of, like, a... I mean, she's smart and, like, capable, but it was almost like early Pepper. Like, she was smart and she could do things, but she wasn't really useful. She was, like, a kind of generic, like, female person. They kind of adjusted her so that she wasn't a complete character without Peter, almost. Like, I feel like in the first movie, she can... can exist independent of him. Yeah, she kind of had her own deal. And I don't know if it's because this movie was a lot more of him, like, I like MJ. Mm -hmm. I need to get MJ to go out with me. need to figure this out. And even her, she was like, she liked Peter. You could kind of tell, was trying to, like, sort of, in her way, flirt with Peter. Yeah. Do whatever. But, yeah, I don't know. But in this one, yeah, it was very, like... Codependent on each other. Yeah. Especially for her character. Like, Peter had other things he was doing, but, like, Zendaya was mostly there to be, like companion to Peter's character. Yes. If she has more to do in the next one, I don't know, that could be better. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um... Uh, yeah. I think that's, uh... That's about it. Yeah. So, I guess, I don't know that it... I guess for you, do you feel like it tied up any loose ends from Endgame and set up for anything else? Because that's the other things I don't really know. I I, obviously, like... it sets up for the next Spider-Man movie. Yeah, but I don't know that it sets up for much of anything else. I wouldn't say that. You don't see any of the other characters that are still around after Endgame. You don't... You don't we see, like, Happy. Yeah. But that's you don't even really hear anything about them. I mean, I guess maybe... The one thing it could have done is, like, you know, we get Fury out in space with the scrolls. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something. But that's an end credit scene. Yeah. Like, that could have been a tag on any movie. Right. We did not need Spider-Man to be the shepherd of this moment. And so, if that's forthcoming of, like, there's going to be more, like, space stuff in the future, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that has nothing to do with Spider-Man. Right. I feel like any of the things that we know are coming up... This didn't really set any of them up or do anything for any of those that we know are aware of. Yeah. Besides, yeah, Spider-Man 3. Right. So, yeah, I would say in the same vein as, like, Ant-Man. No. Yeah. And even, but even, like, looking at Ant-Man, at least Ant-Man set up, he interacted with Falcon, Mm -hmm. which is what led him to be in Civil War. Right. So, 
I mean, obviously, I'm not going to make that leap, having just seen Ant-Man. They're like, oh, that means he's going to be in Civil War. Right. But, but you at least saw another character. Like, So you know that the, they're coexisting, right. the characters. You saw the Quantum Realm, yep. which ended up being a th- factor in later Endgame. in Endgame. Yeah. So it had some... In the, even though it, in and of itself it was a very self-contained movie, there was still threads and pieces that linked it to other things. Right. Whereas for this, besides Peter obviously being in other things to start with... Yeah, I don't know what else is going to connect him to yeah. other stuff. And sort of the idea of, like, well, now Tony's gone, so now who's going to be... Who's going to step up and... Can anybody really take his place and step up? And there wasn't even really a lot of, like... There's one big moment that makes Peter feel like Tony, and it's when he's crafting the suit. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's great, but... Eh. One of the things about Spider-Man is he's very sort of, like, self-made. Like, he made his web shooters. He mm-hmm. sort of made his suit before. Yeah. Whereas Tony, Tony's basically kind of like a scientist. Yeah. He sort of, you know... Engineer. His was a lot of technology, like fancy computer stuff and whatever, which... It's fine in and of itself, but I don't know that you necessarily want Spider-Man to turn into, like, a glorified Iron Man. No. I mean, one of the things I hate is how it feels like Iron Man, Falcon, Winter Soldier, uh, uh, War Machine, like, everybody slowly, like, Spider-Man, they all feel like they're just variants of Iron Man. Right. One way like, or the other. Like, just with different people in a me- yeah. mechanized suit that I, can do stuff. Like... Iron Man, as the the idea of Iron Man is really interesting to me, as one character. Right. But, like, at this point, like, why wouldn't he just give Captain America an Iron Man suit? Why wouldn't you just give Doctor Strange an Iron Man suit? Like, he can do literally all his magic, and he's Iron Man. Right. What's the downside? Yeah. Even and if like, you just, he just uses the suit as, like, armor, basically. Right. Because you saw the times Tony, like, fell out of the sky, or got, like, blown <laughs> up practically, and the suit basically, like... Kept him life. from not getting blown up by himself, yeah. And I mean, like, certainly there's the argument of, like, if you give everyone a wasp suit... Everyone's the wasp. And that's not good. No. But I think, like, at this point, you can trust Doctor Strange, you can trust Hulk, you can trust Captain America, you can trust Falcon, you can trust, uh, you know, all the heroes, Thor. Yeah. Ant-Man is, again... A weaker Iron Man. Like, yeah. he, Iron Man can't shrink, but yeah. I would much He's rather be Iron Man than I would Iron be Man. Ant-Man. Yeah. So... I know, the shapeshifting's useful. I'd rather be Iron Man. I can fly. I mean, so can... Ant-Man has to use a, an ant. He's like a jetpack. Well, yeah, you could have your flying ant. No, Wasp can fly. True. You can have, like, your own version of Pegasus that's an ant. <sighs> but, yeah. Anyway. So, I really feel like... Other, and they didn't even really explain a lot of life after the snap. They're sort of like, oh, no. well, now this guy was here five years behind us, and now he's back. Yeah, I don't feel like Times I... Times Square was the same. It just looks like normal Times Square. You know, there wasn't any sort Everything of, like, Everything they visited in Europe. ...was normal. There wasn't really... It didn't really call... It's not like they showed up in Europe, and there's still, like, ruins and things that were overgrown, and, like, you know, stuff like that, like, people cleaning up. It just seemed like I, I went to Europe. It is Europe. Right. The fact that they were even, like, it was that easy for them to go to Europe in the first place. Like, clearly the economy is back and roaring. Mm -hmm. Like, nothing... Everything sort of, like, picked up right where it left off. And we've ignored the five years previous. Right. So, 
I don't feel like I'm in a different place now than I was at the end of Endgame as far as like the status of the world. Yeah, it seems like they needed they needed some sort of bridge between the two, but I don't, I don't really know what movie you make that's like the ramifications of Endgame. Like, what's going to happen in that movie? I mean, I think the only way you can do it is if it's new characters. Right. And I don't know how confident they were that, like, new characters at this present moment, right after Endgame, mm-hmm. would have worked. Right. But... I think it's something that they could maybe, and we're, we're going to talk about next, some of the future things we know is happening. Yeah. Maybe it could be something that could, I think, be addressed kind of interestingly in one of the TV shows. For sure. That's coming out. I think that would be a good element to sort of look at that scenario like okay well now we're back this is how stuff is now that we're back and the ramifications of that you know what movie would has a great opportunity to reference things that happened that were happening in the five years that were gone black panther 2 their king disappeared right what the hell happened yeah and we don't get that movie for like two more years yeah if that at this point. Yeah, because we don't really know what's ha- is that taking place like when is that taking I assume it's taking place now. Yeah, I would but assume. But it would have been interesting to see what happened like maybe if well he was gone because we don't know too of like what who got snapped. I don't we I don't think we knew if Shuri got snapped. No. We know that um Okoye did not. She did not. She was around. Yeah. Um but we don't know about Shuri. We don't know about the other who's Winston Duke's character. Uh, Umbaku. We don't know where Umbaku was. Maybe he was in charge. He could have been... He'd wanted to be the king. He could be the king. I don't know. Yeah. Because Okoye's boyfriend, he should not be allowed to be king. He's kind of a jerk. Yeah. If anybody's going to be the king, it should be her. Mm-hmm. Queen of Wakanda. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If that movie looks back, I would not be upset. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. I think... Uh, We'll get more into that uh, in the next part, um, yep. and uh, we'll talk about the future yes. of the MCU. Now that we've covered all the rest of it, now we can talk about the stuff that's coming up, or yeah. supposed to be coming up. Movies, TV shows, and then some. Woohoo! So the first thing I want to ask is, how does it feel to have finished recording all the movies that have been released? Pretty excited weight off your back yeah 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 it's nice to be able to like come home and not like that i could just <sighs> i can just do what i want and relax and not be like okay when are we going to record this week we have to do this 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 and this and this so we must record in this window here and this window here well we still have another week of that right but at least this one is like but after this the next one's easier true so yeah so yeah It'll be nice. Mm-hmm. I won't have to study. won't have to do this. I will have no obligations. Mm-hmm. You won't have to leave the house because we can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so let's talk about that first. Right. So um, nothing is set in stone yet as far as upcoming Marvel films. But a lot of movies have moved the release date due to coronavirus and the encouragement of... Uh, our country and many other countries of its citizens of not gathering in large groups like right. uh, say a movie theater right we were supposed to go today and I talked you out of it because I felt mm-hmm. guilty going somewhere I'm not supposed to yes do not want to be part of the problem no there are a lot of movies online mm-hmm. 
But uh, as far as I'm aware, none of them are going to be new Marvel movies. Probably not. So they have some TV shows coming up at some point. Yeah. So those will be online. But not for a while. No. And TNT apparently just runs Marvel movies every night because the yeah. last two nights. We found them. We found them. What? Thor Ragnarok last night. Thor Ragnarok was on last night, followed by Avengers Age of Ultron. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was just on. Yep. I think I went past one of the Iron Man movies while I was scrolling through the TV guide. Mm -hmm. So they're not hard to find if you're looking for one to watch. No. If you have a Disney Plus subscription, you really could watch, watch all of them, any of them for the most part. The main problem is the new stuff. Right. When is Black Widow supposed to come out? So Black Widow is slated to come out May 1st, which is less than two months from now. It's pushing it a little bit. At this point, most stuff has been pushed back through the end of March, if not the end of April. Absolutely sort of. the end of March. Uh, the first big film still in the slate is Trolls, April 10th. Yeah. And there are a couple other things in April still sitting around. I guess mostly just kind of waiting to see, like, is there a chance things could kind of swing back up? Yeah, because it seems like now schools that are closed are closing for anywhere between two weeks, a so, month. The yeah. schools here where we live just announced they're closing for a month, basically. Yeah. Uh, most sports have canceled at this point. Uh, if not the entire rest, most college sports have canceled mm -hmm. the entire rest of their seasons. Yeah. Uh, the NBA canceled their rest of the season? Uh, I think, or maybe just postponed. I don't know. Because, like, their playoffs are generally held in, like, June. Right. right. So they may try, again, like a lot of things that are that long, are trying to kind of just wait and see. Yeah. Baseball's probably not going to start online, or start on time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zoomies. Zoomies have gotten pushed. Yeah. The next, I think, four races, they're postponing or canceling or they, I don't think they've decided what they're doing yet but they're not having them yes everything is disappearing yes canceling people can't stay indoors without just being told to because <laughs> god forbid it's st patrick's day and no one goes out drinking so mm -hmm. large gatherings of people have been at bars so now places like that are announcing that they're closing because otherwise people can't control themselves right nike stores are closing apple stores are closing some restaurants and bars and other places are either maxing out their capacity at a certain half of what they normally would or just closing. Yeah. Closing earlier. And you and I have spent a lot of time in the last couple of years predicting the box office yep. on a weekly basis. And uh, there are a lot of crazy, let's say, theories about this coming week and, and the way the virus is going to impact the box office for movies. Um and I, I think the general consensus was it would be bad. And then the varying degrees of bad was a very wide spectrum. Right. And I think you and I, at least of the group on FML, were two of the lowest people mm -hmm. on, on everything. Right. And uh, I think almost everything has undershot all of our expectations. Right. And is, is just dying. And it should Right. To be fair, it should, and, like, you know, it sucks that some of these really good movies are not going to make enough money at this point, and I don't know if they ever will. Right. Uh, which is problematic for a lot of different reasons, but that's the reality. Right. And, you know, if A Quiet Place really kept, did open next week, you know, it's going to make nothing. Yeah, there's no point in keeping any big movies 
that are coming out to still come out now. Right. I don't think we've heard of any major chains closing, though some places like AMC I know was making it so that you couldn't sit next to somebody else. Right. A lot of people, a lot of theaters are limiting capacity, mm-hmm. um, blocking out sections of their theaters, every other seat in their theaters to make sure people aren't next to each other, touching each other, and so on. Right. Uh, which helps, but it isn't enough. Right. Honestly. Yeah. Because from, there's as usual, it's the internet, so you see all kinds of things. But the general consensus I've seen is it seems like it can remain airborne for like three hours. Okay. About. If that is legitimate. Yeah. So I guess, you know, if you... The problem is, like, maybe a one-screen theater can do, like, two shows a day and, like, make them eight hours apart or something. Right. But any theater that has more than, like, two screens, you're just... It's not worth it to stay open, probably, and afford, like, all the employees you have to pay, the electricity you have to pay, uh, you know, whatever popcorn you're keeping freshly popped for when everybody wants them. Like, all that... All those expenses are kind of going to waste. And I think sooner rather than later, we're going to start seeing a lot of closings. That would make sense. Um, but who knows, right? Like, right. people are stupid. Yeah. And uh, I know. feel like as long as things are open, people are still going to go places. Yeah. And I think theaters are aware of that, and that's why they haven't closed yet. Right. And I think they will remain open until mandated that they must close. That would make sense. Uh, so, Or unless it becomomes uh financially more yeah, advantageous to close anyway because especially with no new movies come out eventually like what are you gonna go see right do you really want to go out in public mm-hmm. so you can see like jumanji for a second time that came out like it's already on like streaming yeah uh, you know yeah yeah eventually there's gonna run out of stuff to see if no new things are coming out and in the meantime like disney is push it pushed frozen 2's online streaming release up early right Great. Yeah. Uh, I expect a, I expect a lot of other movies to do the same thing. Right. Things that were probably supposed to come out next month are going to come out a couple of weeks early, um, and so on and so forth. And right. Generate some goodwill with people who, right, you know, are stuck in the house. <clears throat> Try to accommodate people as best as possible. So uh, there's a really good chance that Black Widow does not come out May first. I would say better chance that it doesn't than it, than that it does. Right. Uh, but for now, it remains on the slate May 1st. Right. Uh, so, Black Widow. Yeah. Uh, you've seen trailers for it. Yes. I haven't. Right. So do do not... We're, we're not going to spoil any <laughs> of the movies. Um, I guess the only... If you've listened this far, we've spoiled all the movies that have already come out, and that'll continue to be the situation here. Right. But... I will do my best to not mention anything specific. Yes. Or that's not just likely to you know you know that scarlett johansson is black widow and she's not dead in this movie so (laughs) yes yes you were excited for this even without the trailer i believe yes i like black widow i like scarlett johansson Mm -hmm. so um i guess the only thing that and it's interesting i guess i because i don't know exactly what time period this takes place in I've heard a lot of conflicting reports. I think when it first was announced, a lot of the uh, suspicion was around it being a flashback, kind of like Captain Marvel was. 
taking place prior to the events of Endgame, because as we know, she dies. So right. obviously, clearly, anything, it's before that. Well, <laughs> th- that's still not necessarily true because I also heard reports that well, maybe part of it is in the past and part of it is in the present, and the part in the present is referring to the past in various ways. So I don't know what's true. But inevitably, anything that has Scarlett Johansson in it has to be prior to the events of Endgame. Right. So it could even possibly take place in that five-year gap that we talked about. Right, because she did not get snapped, so she was around. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to tell from the trailers what time period it is. It doesn't, it's not really... And they don't give it away either, right? Yeah, it's not really identifiable. Okay. Um, I know Florence Pugh is in it. Yes, she's in it. I'm... I love Florence Pugh. I'm very excited to see her as essentially a main character in a Marvel movie. Yes. I believe I like Florence Pugh. Um, um, David Harbauer? No. no. Uh, I've heard Rachel Weisz is in it. Yes, she's in the trailer. I've okay. seen her. Yep. Do you like Rachel Weisz? I very much like Rachel Weisz. Yes, me too. really like her shooting outfit from The Favorite. Yes, it's amazing. The the best it's so good i need that outfit just for my daily life it looks so empowering right (laughs) um she should just wear that outfit in this movie i don't know what she's supposed to be doing but (laughs) i don't see how you can get a better outfit than this i don't think so i don't think you can no uh but there's another piece of casting news i don't know if it's in the trailer and i think if it was you already would have mentioned it because it's your least favorite person in the MCU. Is it fuck? It's fun. Is Thunderbolt Ross in this movie? Yes. No. Why? <laughs> yes. I don't know. He I is no not idea. in the trailer that I have noticed. Okay. I feel like I would have absolutely noticed unless he like looks different somehow. But I don't believe I have seen him in the trailers He's, that I've seen. As far I everything I'm aware of tells me that he is in this movie. I have seen it reported in a couple of places. That's unfortunate. And that is the extent of my knowledge of this movie. I'm These, hoping, like, four people who are in it. I'm hoping that Black Widow just beats the crap out of Thunderbolt Ross, and that's why you don't see him in Endgame, because she just beat the snot out of him, and he no longer exists. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> for a Black Widow movie, and I guess for this question, you know, I don't know if you can really even answer it, but what... Independent of what you've seen in the trailer, what do you want in a Black Widow movie? Like, what about that character would you want to see more of, especially knowing that she's dead in the present timeline? Yeah, and I think that's what's frustrating. Is like, I was thinking about it earlier, knowing that we were going to talk about this, is that, like, I feel like Black Widow's character has so much potential for, like, all sorts of movies. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't really know, like, her background, like, where she came from. Right. So, like, I would be interested to see about that. We don't really know exactly, like, we don't really know what anybody did those five years during the snap. We see that she seems like she kind of ended up sort of being in charge yeah. of the Avengers, but we don't really know, like, what that entailed, how that happened, what that meant. Um, I think she could have done some interesting stuff after the events of Endgame if she had not been thrown off the cliff. Of course. Whereas you have a character like um, Clint, like... Hawkeye, like, he had already basically retired before mm-hmm. Endgame happened. Like, what's he gonna do? Right. Like, I understand the wanting to have, like, a main death, like, a death that is important and impactful, but I still think 
that could have been made to be an impactful death too, knowing about especially about his family mm-hmm. and all that. Like, is there going to be another Hawkeye movie? Is he even going to be in any of the other movies? Like, we'll get to that. How will we? I mean, I mean, well, everything that's been announced or rumored or anything. Hawkeye's name comes up. Okay. At least. Because I don't know. I know a few things, but I don't know. Most of this is going to be you being like, this is a thing that's coming. And me being yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. Yeah. So, but I think that of the two characters who one of them was going over the cliff. Right. I think we lost the character that had more story potential. Which is interesting because that's the one that's getting the movie. Right. So, yeah. I, I don't know who thought up this timeline, but... Um, <laughs> I've thought of it more mostly from the perspective of I want this... We got Endgame. Finality in, end, in Endgame. Pretty pretty hardcore. We talked about Spider-Man and like it moves on from that, mm-hmm. but not in a like reflective way briefly touches on the events of Endgame and, and the kind of repercussions that exist there, but it's just Spider-Man. Right. I want, as we said, like, I want to look back, I want to understand the ramifications. Like, I get that we're in a different phase now, but I still want to know, like, all the fallout from this. Right? Mm-hmm. I want... I don't know. Th- something I always think about when I'm, like, watching any TV show, any movie, um, that deals with, like, a sporting event, that deals with uh, a, a wide cast of characters that interact in interesting ways, like the MCU does. It's like I would love, sort of like the 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 newsreel, like the ESPN, like newsreel of this of this world, where it's like, oh man, we saw Black Widow today over in Russia doing X, Y, and Z, and right. and you know like uh, Clint's racked up his kill count to fifty seven. <laughs> oh no, um, as. <laughs> Ronin and like Captain Marvel stopped by uh, last week to shake hands with the new president of the world. Uh, you know, like <laughs> I, that, like a ticker tape and like the whole sh- like t- thing. And like when it's sports, I want you know, like when we get those like little cameos from Stan Lee, mm-hmm. which I'm sad we won't get more of them. But you know, I like the sort of everyday civilian perspective. Mm-hmm. I like getting the idea of like you know whole like just give us like five minutes of talking to some random joe who's like oh my god like thanos was so powerful they destroyed him twice like oh my like this just some guy like blowing his mind <laughs> over like the in- entirety of the mcu and you know and we never get that because the movies are at least now have slowly become more and more and more and more about the Avenger characters and less about the peripheral characters around them. Right. And you know, we're going to keep getting that. We're going to get Black Widow and we're going to get more Black Panther and Captain Marvel and and so on and you know Guardians of the Galaxy and etc. but I really want the movies to kind of <sighs> take a breath. Give us I guess I guess I would phrase it like I like reaction shots mm-hmm. of a movie that don't ever really I never get those. Right. But how do you think you're gonna get that with a Black Widow movie? I'm not. That's my point. Oh, like okay. I don't. I'm not gonna get that. Black Widow isn't even going to look back at what happened. Probably it's going to just be something that happened in the past. Right. That has the only already thing happened. Could really and, like give us is if it happens during that five year period. Like at least right. some of it. You know, or if it inform, like if say if it's Captain Marvel and it informs us on something that's going to happen down the line, 
Sure. And, like, of course, I'm there opening weekend. Right. Like, that's... Whatever, but... Yeah. It's kind of like Spider-Man that it's, like, a character that I like, a character that I'm interested in, but it's not really... I don't necessarily know how it's going to set up for something, mm-hmm. unless it's somebody else to be Black Widow. I don't know this, whether it's going to be what's-her-face's character sort of takes Florence over the mantle. Yeah, whether sure, Florence maybe. Pugh takes over the mantle of that, and she's going to be Black Widow now. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe... <clears throat> or, and I don't even know, like, we might get interactions with some of the other Avenger characters, depending what's going Possibly. on, what she's doing in the movie, but I just don't see how... I don't know how it's going to give any sort of good closure to Endgame or set up for other stuff other than a new Black Widow or something like that. Or a new Black Widow-esque character. How do you feel about that side of things? So let's say Florence Pugh is a new Black Widow. Mm -hmm. We've got a new Captain America in Falcon. He has the shield now. Um, We're going to talk about a couple of new a couple other characters that are going to assume the mantle of somebody else. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the Hawkeye show is about his daughter becoming him, mm-hmm. essentially. Like, that, there's a lot of that, and that's true of the comics a lot. Right. New characters step in to take over the title or role of somebody else. Right. And I don't want that, personally. Yeah, I guess it depends if they can do, like, a reinvention of it a little bit. as well. If there's enough... If whoever the new person is that's taking on the role of whoever, if they can bring something new enough to the character, that's fine. Because a lot of, like, the... Like, I don't think anybody else could be Iron Man. Like, that one's done. Right. But, like, a lot of the... But, like, let's say we get a Pepper movie where she's Iron Woman. Are you interested in that? No, I don't think that's different enough. And I also don't think that Pepper... We already know Pepper. I just don't feel like she's that type of character right but because i think a lot of the you know superhero appeal it's because half the time nobody knows who these people are right so for the general public for us it's a little different as the audience viewing it but like in the their version of the world like nobody necessarily knows who i don't know doctor doctor strange Strange, so it doesn't really matter that they're that person Right. It's more of that that superhero existing, whoever is behind it. Yeah. But I think, like, the idea of a Hawkeye, his daughter, taking over, like, that's interesting enough to me Mm -hmm. that that would be fine. Yeah. Like a Black Widow, like, female spy-esque character. I like that. I like the vibe of that character, so. I like Florence Pugh. I I think if that is... What's happening? What's happening, whether she be Black Widow, literally, or whether she be some new character. Black Spider. Black Spider Lady. Black Spider Monkey. <laughs> night Monkey. The Night Monkey. She is the Night Monkey. <laughs> the new Night Monkey. I don't think Florence Pugh would make a great Night, mo- night Monkey. No, probably not. <laughs> she would probably punch the first person in the face that called her Night Monkey. Um, but. Also worth notice- noting, Black Widow is directed by a woman. Hooray! By herself. So Captain Marvel was a team, mm-hmm. male and female. Uh, but Kate Shortland is directing Black Widow. And I don't think I've seen any other of her films. So I wager that you haven't either. <laughs> um, which is fun, though. I'm, yeah. I'm glad. Right. It's another, the second only, like, solo female 
MCU film mm-hmm. after Captain Marvel from a, as a character. Right. Uh, so that from that perspective, great. Long mm-hmm. overdue, but you know, I'm glad mm-hmm. it's here. Yeah. I'm glad it's, glad it's coming. Again, would have been nice if they did it before they killed her off. Yeah. But like again. if you replace, say, I don't know, Ant Man and the Wasp with a Black Widow movie, somehow make the timeline work. Yeah. Whatever. Could have been good. Yeah. Anything else about Black Widow? No, I don't think so. All right. Uh, another film on the slate later this year, coming out supposedly November 6th, 2020, is The Eternals. And the other, the, the curious element is like, if Black Widow gets delayed, presumably that would also require The Eternals to be delayed. I have to imagine the movies are in the order they need to be in, right? I guess it depends how delayed Black Widow is. Like, if I can yeah. push back to, like, a Memorial Day, to, like, a 4th of July, I yeah. think that's still enough time between that and the November. Eternals that yeah. that's feasible. Or is it going to be a thing where Black Widow gets bumped back to that date, right. the Eternals gets bumped everything back to the next date. date, yeah, everything mm-hmm. goes back a date until they can sort of... But, like, that's going to be problematic, too, because ideally, like, the big team-up movie is going to be, like, the ideal, like, May date. Yeah, but the Memorial Day. Right. And if that that one, they would have to push, like, a full year back if they want to keep the date or... Right. You know. Though at this point, I don't really... Do we they don't have really anything have that. That, has, so, so, that we yeah, know about, Phase anyway. 4 is a little interesting in that regard. Yeah, just looking sure, at the names sure. of the movies, a lot of them seem like individual character movies yes. other than the Eternals. Right. Uh, so what do you know about the Eternals? Um, I know that what's his name? Kamal. Kamal? Yeah. Kamal Nanjiani. Yeah. He worked out a lot for this movie. Oh, he did. Yeah. He's been th- posting a bunch of thirst pics online. <laughs> that is, that's about all I know. Yeah. I think Selma Hayek is in it. Is she in it? She is in it. Yep. So, uh, so the, the Eternals as they, the titular Eternals are uh, Kumail, mm-hmm. uh, Salma Hayek, we've got uh, Brian Tyree Henry. You familiar with him? I recognize the name. He was in Spider-Man at the Spider-Verse. He's this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like him a lot. I like him. We've got... What else? He's been in something that we've seen. He was, was in... Was he in the photograph? Was he the brother? Uh, no. I don't know. I couldn't see the picture that great. Can you so. bring him back up? Uh, yeah. Uh, he was definitely in that one movie that... That one movie. Um, with all the, like, close-ups um, I, that I can never remember the name of. I mean, does he have a filmography? Maybe you could just click on that. If Beale Street could talk. Yes. That was the one. I, I think you remember. I think I remember in, you telling me that. Yeah, he's from the... Uh, he's, like, gets out of prison. Right. Um, he was in the new... He was in Widows. Okay. We saw that, didn't we? We did. Those are the big ones. Okay. Those are the big ones. Uh, so, yeah, I'm... Into it. Yeah. Into him. Uh, Lauren Ridloff is another Eternal. She's more of a Broadway person. Yeah, I was going to say I don't recognize her, I don't think. Uh, I believe she was also in The Walking Dead. Nope. Uh, Kamel, as I mentioned. Gemma Chan. Which is interesting, because she was in Captain Marvel. Was she? Yeah, as a different character. Oh, was she one of her, like, space squad homies? Yes. Okay. Yes. She played Min Irva. Min hyphen Irva. Mm Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, she will play Cersei in The Eternals. Okay. She was in... Was she the one that was in uh, Fantastic Beasts? I don't know. What is she? Uh, She's another person I recognize her name. Yes, she was in Fantastic Beasts. Okay. Yeah. She was the... Was she the snake girl? 
Yes. I don't remember her very much from that movie. <laughs> I don't remember much from that movie, to be fair. I think she was the character who plays um, Voldemort's snake, isn't it? Somebody's snake? Maybe. The human thing. She gets turned into a snake. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that character's in the... I didn't exactly read the books. Well, she plays Madame Yazao. Oh, no, maybe not. She was also in Crazy Rich Asians. Didn't You saw that without me. You saw that? I didn't see that. You didn't see it? No. Hmm. I forgot. I would like to see it. Oh, I don't okay. know if that's on my list. I don't think it is. <gasps> I have to add it. Uh, and finally, Richard Madden from Game of Thrones. Yep, I know who he is. Yeah. From Game of Thrones, that's about all I know yeah. him from. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much... He was in 1917. He played the brother at the... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's attractive. Yes. Um, so those are most of the Eternals. Uh, I think Angelina Jolie actually is also in here. Oh, yes, I think I remember seeing her in a cast photo, uh, perhaps. Barry Keegan? No. No. Uh, Don Lee? Uh, Korean guy. Uh, Leah McHuff? 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 Another... I don't know. There's a lot of them. Right. They're the Eternals. I don't really know much about them either. I know nothing about any of the characters. <laughs> cool. Uh, I think... I'm not mistaken. I think we've met an Eternal already. I think in Guardians 2, what's his name as an Eternal? Ego. Oh, is he supposed to be? I think so. This isn't going to be very easy to talk about this if I don't know anything about the characters and you won't look up what the movie's about. It's so true, (laughs) isn't it? Uh, He might not be, though. He might... I'm... Perhaps I should Google a synopsis of the movie. No, he's a celestial. I'm sorry. I misspoke. He is a celestial. Uh, Yeah, so I don't know the plot of the Eternals. Uh, I don't think there's a trailer yet either. Yeah, I don't... I assume that would come out with, like, I feel like I would have heard, yeah. You would have seen it, for sure. I would have heard about it, if nothing else, yeah. Yeah. Um, But based on the cast, I'm looking forward to it. It's a really good cast, very diverse cast. Did you say Kit Harrington's in it? Yeah. Because he's in the two. Yeah, but he's not an Eternal, that's why I didn't name him. Oh, only the Eternals. Well, I was just talking about the Eternals themselves, to be be fair. Yes, Kit Harrington is also in it. He's also from Game of Thrones. Yes. He and Richard Madden were brothers on Game of Thrones. Yes. And uh, they're not brothers in this movie. Are we sure? (laughs) Yes, because one's an Eternal. (laughs) Well. And one is a human. Um. My understanding is that they're all, like, super powerful and eternal. Immortal alien race. Yes. So, yes. The Celestials are related to the Eternals. Oh. The Celestials, the Eternals, an immortal alien race created by the Celestials, (gasps) who have secretly lived on Earth for over 7,000 years. Mm. Is the Earth that old? I guess it's that old, technically. What do you mean? How old is Earth? Many, many more than 7,000 years. Yeah. Like millions of years. Well, right. Dinosaurs I'm thinking of like 65 million years ago. I guess ago. I'm thinking more when like humans were around. Still more than 7,000 years. I guess they're not technically years. humans. Still many more than 7,000 years. Humans. Humans. I like the, uh, the characters they're protecting. Protecting? Protecting the Earth from their group because there's the celestials who made the eternals who fight the deviants 
sexual deviance. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think that fits in a PG-13 movie. No, probably not. No. Probably not a lot of sexual deviance. I doubt it. <laughs> um, Imagine a whole Marvel movie about sexual deviance. I mean, it's a Deadpool movie. <laughs> well, I haven't seen that. No? You might have to, though. We'll talk about it. Oh, no! <laughs> um, you up for this movie? You looking forward to it? Yeah. The, yeah? Yeah. The characters seem interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna... Completely new cast. Characters we've never seen before. Yeah. I'm not gonna let Kamile do all that work out for nothing. That would just be rude. Yeah. He's very proud of it, it seems like. Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. He pulled kind of a Chris Pratt situation. Fucking Chris Pratt. I'm so mad at him. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, without knowing anything really about, with no, uh, no trailer, no general knowledge of the characters, right. um, it's hard to discuss it much more than that other than eh, it should be interesting. Also directed by a woman. Yes. Chloe so- Zhao. All the ladies, yeah. I'm here for that. She made The Rider a couple of years ago, which was kind of an indie hit. A lot of people really liked it um, for its... It didn't use, like, classically trained actors, things like that. It was mostly, like, people who were really in those circumstances of the movie, and they did the acting. Uh, I thought it was fine. I wasn't a big fan. But I'm excited to see her take on a Marvel movie. Should be exciting. And uh, that's it for 2020. Okay. Uh, assuming, uh, assuming might not things. even be all in 2020, for yeah. all we know. But, assuming stuff stays yeah. semi on track. Right. Uh, but currently, we've got another film planned for February next year. Okay. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It's kind of a mouthful. This, I definitely know, don't know what this one's about. So this is directed by Destin Daniel Cretton. Who is a director I quite like because he made Short Term 12, which we talked about because Brie Larson is in it. Yes. Um, I really like his name also. He also made Just Mercy, which came out uh, earlier this year. Oh, okay. So he's got some credit. He's got some cred. What did you think of Just Mercy? I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you went and saw that I didn't go. Yeah. I, You know, I wasn't like blown away by it, but I liked it. I, want, I wonder if Brie Larson will be in this movie. Wasn't she in Just Mercy? She was. And in The Glass Castle. She's been in all of his big oh, movies. We know what's going to happen in this movie now. Well, do we? Uh, so Shang-Chi. How is she going to be in all the other ones and not in this one? She's um, got to be in there somewhere. I don't know. Maybe an end credit scene. I'm calling I'm calling my shot now. Brie Larson's okay. going to show up in this somewhere. So we know even less about Shang-Chi than the Eternals. No, from he, a film perspective, at least. He's got ten rings. Or he's he looking does. for ten rings. Uh, Maybe he can get seven of them from Ariana Grande. She, one of the things, I remember when this news came out that they were making this movie, the character originally in the comics, if I'm recalling correctly, could be wrong, was kind of a stereotype. No. And their creation was kind of akin to Black Panther when Black Panther was created for the comics. Like, we want to draw in viewership, readers from a different section, different demographic. Right. So we're going to cater a new hero to them. And that's kind of what Shang-Chi was in some ways. Again, I remember hearing that. Could be hearsay. Um, so we've got Simi Liu. Simi Liu as Shang-Chi, this guy. Okay. And uh, 
only only two other cast members announced for this movie. Tony Leung, Leung okay. who's a much more famous Chinese actor than he is in America. And Aquafina. Yes, Aquafina. Uh, in an undisclosed role. Good. Maybe she's the villain. It sounds like it's been in development since 2001. Not this specific movie, but a movie about uh, a movie his about character. Yeah. Interesting. Probably would have been real bad if it came out back then. Uh, probably, yeah. It's probably Very racist. Probably better that they, <laughs> they've waited till now. Um... Yes. Uh, oh, I see a little bit more what the what it's about or what it's connected to. Okay. Which at least gives them some context to what is happening. Mm-hmm. Anything yeah. that you can share, or probably not. Um, it's something that's been in one of in the movies before, The Ten Rings. Part okay. Of it has been mentioned in prior MCU movie. Okay. Uh, it has to do with the Mandarin. That's yes. the part. That's the organization he was a part of. Was the Ten Rings. Hmm. Interesting. Like, they don't make a big deal about that in Iron Man 3. No, I didn't even realize that was, like, his thing. The only thing I remember about the Mandarin was that it was... A fake. Like, a fake person being the Mandarin. A stunt. uh, Yeah, false idol situation. Yeah. Um, Okay, interesting. They could end up being maybe sort of a... Sort of a Hydra that's always that's been there for a while and now they're kind of rising to prominence sort of thing kind of like Winter Soldier did could be yeah um yeah uh as far as Shang-Chi I believe he's just like really good at martial arts (laughs) uh maybe a couple of additional abilities beyond that but I think that is his main claim to fame Look up our friend's Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, okay. The ma- often referred to as the Master of Kung Fu. Master. Proficient in numerous unarmed and weaponry-based wushu styles. Wushu-shush. Oh, in later years, he gains the power to create countless duplicates of himself. That's interesting. Right? There's 50 of him running around just beating the crap out of you. Double time. Okay. Sure. Right. Why not? How do you feel? You up for uh, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings? Sure, why not? Might as well be. Yeah. I have no reason to not be. <laughs> There's nothing inherent about it that where I'm like, mm, no thank you. Yeah. No. It's no. another another movie that introduces us to new characters, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, um, sure. Yeah. It's going to be one of those things where it's like, you know, how much do I like the characters? Is somebody like a Black Panther where, like, I'm obsessed with Black Panther? Right. Or is it like a Doctor Strange who's a big douchebag and I don't really care about him? Speaking of which... Speaking of which, he has a movie too. He has a movie coming out. Uh, supposedly, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Well, hopefully one of the other multiverses, he's less of a dick. Uh, is slated to come out May 7th, 2021. Yeah, this this one I could give a shit about. I, uh, I'm going to see it because, you know, it exists. I've already seen the other Doctor Strange and I'm going to want to know what's going on. But not a, not a fan of Doctor Strange. Uh, it is... We have reached the point where the upcoming Marvel movies don't even have their own Wikipedia pages. Oh, no. That is how far ahead we are. <laughs> uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, of course, playing Doctor Strange. Right. Seems logical. Um, the director of the first Doctor Strange mm-hmm. is back for the sequel, Scott Derrickson. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or rather, I think that's not true anymore. Um, in January... Marvel and Derrickson announced that he would not be directing the film anymore. Okay. Due to creative differences. Uh, February, Sam Raimi was attached to direct the new film. He directed the original Spider-Man movies, which 
you don't quite care Which about. Which I don't like. But I think that's more <laughs> of Tobey Maguire yeah, than he anything sucks. else. So maybe that's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, the film is also going to co-star Elizabeth uh, Olsen as uh, Scarlet Witch. Okay. And it will tie directly into WandaVision on Disney+. <gasps> Plus. WandaVision. Yes. I think that makes sense. I think Wanda's character makes sense logistically from like what she does to be in a Doctor Strange yeah. movie. It's also going to tie into Loki. <gasps> Loki. Loki. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, because we saw Loki go shooting off during Infinity War. Yep. Or, or Endgame. Endgame when he got the Tesseract and took off during one of their... Attempts to retrieve all the stones. Right. But, Creating an alternate timeline. Right. And because supposedly what was supposed to happen is you go back and put the stones back and everything sort of, the alternate timelines sort of stop. And yeah. then you kind of get this timeline back to where it is now. Mm-hmm. But Loki is Loki. And if he goes flying off into who knows where, like who knows what he's doing. Not there. coming back though. For sure. So that's interesting. A lot of, this feels kind of like, and given the fact that it's supposed to come out in May, kind of feels like a mini Avengers movie. Maybe, if you have. Involving a bunch of different characters. Yeah, if you have a Doctor Strange, if you have a Wanda, if you have a Loki. Sort of like the dark arts version of the Avengers. Yeah. Which sort of, I wonder if any of the Eternals are going to end up in it. Could be. Um, I don't know yeah. Shang, what Shang-Chi's up to. Maybe he'll be in it. Could be. A lot of, a lot of things at stake. Um, yeah. But yeah, like the Eternals, Earth, Shang-Chi, Earth, Doctor Strange, in the multiverse of madness, but Earth, right? Like he still lives on Earth. He lives in New York. Yeah, he does, but if Loki's involved, who knows what they're doing. Right. A lot of Earth stuff. Mm -hmm. Staying grounded. Uh, Black Widow, of course. Obviously, Earth. Right. Uh, I don't know. Anything else about Doctor Strange? No. This is probably the one so far I'm the least... Excited and a little more excited if there's a Wanda and a Loki that could sure be intriguing. Hopefully, I don't know, they do something with Doctor Strange's character. He had flashes here and there where he was a little... Did you like him more in Endgame and Infinity War, I guess, by extension? I think so. Like, there were some parts of, like, Doctor Strange that were sort of funny, like when he was interacting with, um, who was the Guardian of the Library. <laughs> oh, the Guardian of the Library. <laughs> uh, uh, uh can't think of his name some of the interactions between those benedict wong yeah yeah between him and benedict wong Wong. some of those interactions were funny yeah like if they can get a little bit more light the first probably half or three quarters of doctor strange i was not about him as a character he sucked but hopefully he's had some spiritual growth since then and is less of a douche Mm Mm-hmm. sure i agree i'll give him an opportunity to see how it goes oh he could get on my list of people i curse out uh, so after that, 2021, uh, taking its typical July release date, is the third Spider-Man movie. Doesn't have a title. It is just Spider-Man Far From Home sequel. It's my birthday present, I guess. It comes yeah. out the day after my birthday. It comes out July 16th, 2021. Tom Holland, of course, back as Spider-Man. I assume many of his uh, compatriots will be in, alongside him. And yeah, so if this starts up pretty close, I, they almost could start up really immediately I from think the ending. That's of, very likely. That would make the most sense. You end up with him just like mm-hmm. oh, what we so. talked about, like standing in the middle of Times Square with his 
picture on blast. Yeah. I mean, how do you not start from that point? Yeah, it might be something where, like, they show that scene, and then, like, two months later, and it's, like, he's, like, living in, like, some (laughs) under the bridge somewhere, because, like, he has to avoid everybody (laughs) that he's ever seen in his life. Yeah. But But yeah, I would have to think that most Happy's probably going to be in this one, and Aunt May, I would think, would be in this one, Zendaya, his buddy, what's his buddy's name again? Guy in the chair. Guy in the chair. <laughs> guy in the chair. Yeah, that's what he called himself in the first movie. He's like, I'm going to be your guy in the chair. <laughs> I don't think that's his name. No. I... <laughs> Jacob Batalon is his actor name. <clears throat> sure. Okay. Whatever. Uh, Good talk. Last July, Feige stated that, quote, the film would follow a Peter Parker story that has never been done before on film. Which is saying something, since this will be the eighth solo Spider-Man movie in the last 20 years yeah. or so. Um, which is nice. Right. I mean, it kind of has to be, given where we kind of left off with Far From Home. Yeah. Everyone so. knows who he is now. There's yeah, no which one. I guess that that hasn't been a thing yet, right? Mm-mm. I mean, it's always been his fear. Like, more so than any other hero, uh, save for maybe Batman is I don't want people to know who I am. And uh, now they all do. Yeah. What are you going to do? He needs a time stone. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he can go hang and get one from, maybe he can go hang out with Loki or something. Yeah. Loki can send him off to space. Yes. Uh, So, yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. Like, again, I wasn't a big fan of Far From Home. It was Uh, fine. Yeah. The two independent Spider-Man movies, I, they're fine. Yeah. I think they're better because I like Tom Holland a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if somebody else was Spider-Man, I would not... Like, Spider-Man the character is not a character I care about. Sure. I'm not a big Spider-Man fan. Like, even, like, I am obsessed with Emma Stone. I like Andrew Garfield. I did not see any of their Spider-Man movies. Right. And I don't... Other If those two weren't in it, I would have no inclination to at all. Mm-hmm. And even now, I mostly just want to see it because i like emma stone yeah but yeah spider-man the character is not and i feel like tom holland does his best work when he's less when he's working with the people in his movies and more when he's working with the other avenger characters i cannot wait to see him with jk simmons though and i you don't care i tried to show you the jk simmons video i hated it you weren't about it no i was i loved it i'm so about it i hate that character already He's obnoxious. He's amazing. He's going to probably end up being who I curse out the next time we do this. Such a shame. Wasted on you. (laughs) I'm just not about people that are just loud and obnoxious and rude. But there are those people. And I don't like any of them. But J.K. Simmons is so good at it. And he's funny. No. He is, though. There's nothing about that. The girl with the camera. I did not like that scene. The girl with the camera. Did not like it. It's like the best scene. So for some context, we finished talking about <laughs> Spider-Man last night. Yes. We took a break to eat. Well, I think we hadn't even eaten yet, so I I wanted to eat, and you were like, can we pl- can, please, please, can we watch J.K. Simmons videos, please? I found and a 10-minute video. A 10-minute video! And you know, my attention span is 30 seconds at best. So that was like the, the false, first... False. So that was like the Give first Give yourself thing. more credit. Depending what the clip is about. This clip, No. You had found a co- compilation yes. of 
all the J.K. Simmons scenes from the first Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah. But then you, you were like, I'm really hungry. I want to go eat. And I was like, okay, just watch one scene of it. Yes. Yeah, so you found the camera scene. I did. I hated all of it. Which makes no sense. Didn't like it. No. Not human. And we watched I have one standards. other scene, I think. Sort of. Kind of, I like yeah. skipped ahead to a different scene. Yeah, the one where he sort of gets given the like <laughs> oh, yeah. uniform, the costume, <laughs> and is then like running around in it. Which I think is a deleted scene. I don't think that actually. I don't remember that being in the movie, but I haven't seen those movies in no. so long. Everybody else in the scene was terrible. Oh, that's not true either. Oh, yes. I just, it's not though. Yeah. I said stuff that's like way too over the top. Like. <sighs> It's, I, a, I like it's a, a comic book movie. Like Everything's little, over the top. I don't feel like any of these are like that, though. They're a lot more subtle. I'm a fan of subtlety. That's a shame. Anything else you want to say about Spider-Man Far From Home? No. No. Well, we aren't talking about... Or the Far, Far, the Far From, from Home, Home sequel. sequel. Sorry. Yeah. Doesn't have a title yet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm looking forward to it more than you are. Yes. And I think I liked the previous Spider-Man movie less than you did. We'll see, but I think I did. So, that brings us to the final film in Phase 4. Yes! Easily the one I'm most excited for. Yes! It's not even close. Yes! Currently supposed to come out November 5th, 2021. Why are they hoarding all the ones I want to see the most from me? Directed by Taika Waititi. Ah! Co-written by Taika Waititi. Ah! Thor, Love and Thunder. But a lot is changing. A lot is changing about this movie. So, the film, as far as I'm aware, the main character is Natalie Portman. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I, but she's so boring. I don't know. I've heard a lot. That's That was kind of the big thing. Like Maybe Taika can make her more interesting. I bet he will. He will. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think you can not be interesting and be in one of his films. I think that's true. It's a rule. Yes. He was able to make Rebel Wilson fun. Yeah, she was fine in JoJo. Yeah. She's okay. Um, yeah. So the, the little blurb here says, Chris Hemsworth indicated his interest in continuing to play Thor, despite his contract ending after Endgame, initially. Um, Taika signed on to write and direct the fourth Thor movie. This is the first solo franchise of the MCU to have a fourth film outside of the Avengers. Yeah. Yep. I always forget that he has three already. Uh, and he he he, was, he directed Ragnarok. <clears throat> Which for me was the best of the Thor movies. For sure. Without question. I think for almost everybody. I would hope so. Uh, then at Comic-Con last year, uh, the title was announced, Love and Thunder, and the return of Natalie Portman, who wasn't in Ragnarok. And her character would, as has happened in the comics... Become Thor. Or Lady Thor, or Thor, whatever. Uh, because I think in the comics, more so than in the movie, because like his name is Thor. Right. right. But I think in the comics, more so, it is a title. Like, kind of like... I am the Thor. Well, not exactly. <laughs> but you know how when somebody becomes like the King of England, they adopt a new name? Like, I am King James the 17th. Well, and it's like, like you're not, but... The popes always have popes. Yeah, names, the pope, yeah. kind of like that. It's like you take on the mantle of Thor, in the same way that like you are now Captain America, but you're Falcon, but you're Captain America. Sure. 
Sort of like that. That is the only thing I know about this movie. I think it's the only thing that's known about this movie, to be honest. Um, See, I want to know. Last we saw Thor, he was, he was going, getting on the spaceship with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Who are supposed to be in this movie. Good. Yeah. Because that's the main thing, is I just want him making fun of Peter Quill. Yeah. I could, I could watch a whole movie of that. Of the two of them bickering over who gets to, like, drive the spaceship. Do you need Valkyrie in this movie? I would like Valkyrie in this movie. Me too. I would really like Valkyrie to be Thor. And I'm kind of pissed off that that does not seem to be the case. Well, you never know. Maybe she, kill- Maybe she kills Natalie Portman. <gasps> what? <laughs> Stupid. I'm not about Natalie Portman as Thor. We'll see. I think... I'm not about Natalie Portman. I don't know. In but, general. But I think you do trust Taika. Yes, I do. So... Reserve judgment for now. You better not Un- fuck this up, Taika. You have a he, unblemished track record. With he me made thus far. a he made a funny Hitler movie where he played Hitler with a New Zealand accent. The best. So I think uh, my favorite movie last year. Yeah. Don't fuck up this goodwill you've got with me, Taika. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anything else you want to say about Thor: Love and Thunder? It's a long ways out, but easily our most excited Phase Four movie. Yes. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Uh, so that is it for Phase Four. There is one other film that tentatively has a release date: mm-hmm. May sixth, twenty twenty-two. Black Panther two. Yes. Directed by Ryan Coogler, written by Ryan Coogler, as he did the first. Good, good. Uh, and that's it. Who knows what it's about? But I mean, it's Black Panther. I'm so excited. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I this is wait. probably like. I'm probably tied. I'm probably actually. I might be more excited for this than Thor. Really? Yes. Ooh. I love Black Panther. I know. Me too. And I like Thor, and I like the idea of Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy. The fact that Natalie Portman is doing something sort of diminishes my hype. Uh, it doesn't diminish it for me. Yeah. It doesn't heighten it, but it doesn't diminish it. Yeah. Little little step down the Richter scale of hype. Uh, but uh, yeah, I presume, I would hope most of the characters from the first one are. I've heard rumors that Michael B. Jordan will be in this movie. I don't know how, other than as potentially a flashback. I would be fine since with that. he's dead. But yeah, really like Michael B. Michael B. Jordan is probably my favorite part of Black Panther, so it's mm-hmm. fine with me. Yes, I would accept this. I want more Lupita Nyong'o. Yep. Please. Yep. Um, more Okoye, more Shuri. Shuri. I mean, I guess just like all of them. I just want more yep. of them. More Mbaku. As much as I love Black Panther, like. Black Panther himself is probably one of the more boring parts of Black Panther. And that's not to say, like, everything else is just so awesome. That, like, and <laughs> yes. plus, uh, what's his name? Who? Not Michael. Not, Chadwick Boseman? Yes, I can always remember Michael's name. I can never remember Chadwick's. I, th- I think it's just the way he plays the character. It's just very, very chill. Like, we've very talked solemn. about this before. Very yeah. chill. He's very, yeah. I think just everybody. Everybody else is so, like... Not, not a lot in a bad way, but they're just all so... They're, right in they're this, so vibrant. Yes. And they're all so good that it's just, yeah. Yeah. But I'm hyped. Hyped for Black Panther. Yes. I just keep getting angrier and angrier that, like, I have to sit through all these other things until I get these things that I want. Right. I know. Patience is not a virtue. But hopefully you'll get... You'll find and discover new things that you want. I hope so. Also, you're stuck with me until we're done seeing all these movies, so... Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, geez. That's a me. Uh, anything more Black Panther 2? No. After that, we don't really have a schedule. 
So these are just movies that are announced and or expected. Blade. You ever see any original Blade movies? No. With, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wesley Snipes? Mm-mm. I've seen a couple of them. Meh. Mm. He kills vampires. Meh. Uh, but it's not Wesley Snipes anymore. It's Mahershala Ali. <gasps> I love we that. like him. We like Mahershala. Yes. He's already know. been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the Luke Cage TV show on Netflix as a villain. Okay. As Blade or just he was on it? No, no. He was he was Cottonmouth. Okay. Stokes. Interesting. He had no powers. Mm. So, I mean, Blade barely has powers. He's half <laughs> vampire, whatever. Uh, I yeah. don't know if I'm excited about Blade, but Mahershala. It's yeah. fine. Uh, one interesting thing, like, Blade movies were all rated R. Mm-hmm. But if he's going to be in the MCU, I don't know that he'll be rated R. I mean, depending how they write it, I don't know that it needs to be rated R. Yeah. I, I guess I'm just wary of the MCU writing a dark movie. Because, like, they've not done that. Right. Like, DC does it now poorly. Yes. Uh, the earlier Batman movies did it really well. The earlier, quote-unquote, Nolan's Batman movies did it well. Uh, but other than that, most of them, I don't think, do it very well. And MCU has never done it. And I'm very concerned that they'll be able to do it at all. If they want to. They might not even do it that way. Right. And then it's not really Blade to me. But who knows? Well, but if you're basing it off of, like, the 90s Blade, like... Well, I guess, like, I don't want Blade to just be black Tony Stark. Quippy. Like, the, 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 the type... Right. right, that we've seen in all the other Marvel characters. Yeah. For the most Which part. Which I don't think he has to be. He could be something more like a Doctor Strange. Doctor that Strange. doesn't sound is... any better. Well, Doctor guess... Strange is an Iron Man. He's a Tony Stark, though. It's twisted a tiny bit to make him more of a jerk, but he's still Iron Man. He's yeah. still Tony Stark. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I'm wary. I'm wary. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Which is really Thor, Love, and Thunder. Is it, though? I don't know, because I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, if the Guardians are going to be in Thor, Love, and Thunder... Uh, yeah, like, is Thor just part of the Guardians of the Galaxy now? Or are they going to leave? Uh, are they just going to be hang? Do they drop him off? Yeah, they just drop him off, and that's all we Well, because now there's no Asgard. Like, where, where are they even going? No idea. Out in space somewhere. I don't know exactly, too. Did he ever explain why, or why he was going with them? Or where, where they were going? I don't think well, so. Well, they were going after Gamora. Right. But, like, what's he going for? I don't know. He just didn't want to be the leader of Asgard. Fair enough, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, Guardians 3 kind of went through some production issues. James Gunn, who made the first two, mm-hmm. was slated to be make the third one. Mm-hmm. Then he got hit pretty hard with some dredged up Twitter tweets uh, that he made from 2009-ish. Uh, where he made light of topics such as rape and pedophilia. No one likes that? No. Uh, and so Marvel canned him. Uh, but then there was an outcry. And they rehired him. He's back. Uh, and, you know, whatever anyone feels about that thing, that issue, that controversy, whatever. Um, I am excited to have James Gunn directing the movie. He is a good director. And he made two Good and very funny movies already. Mm, sure. Yes. No, I judge him. Yes. Yes. Um, but before he can do that, he's actually already in the in the interim while he was not working for Marvel. He signed on to make the new Suicide Squad movie for DC, mm. which is interesting. Mm. Curious. 
So that is why it'll take a while for before we get Guardians 3, because he has to finish making that first. So nah. that's where we're at with Guardians 3. What if... I kind of feel like Thor's not going to be in Guardians 3, though. Yeah. Is I, what it sounds like. I don't think so. Which sucks. Right. Because like, he... Unless he just doesn't... Unless he wants to go lead a normal life. But you think if he did, he'd want to hang out with Natalie Portman. So she's going to be Thor. I sort of have a question of, like... Sort of feels like Thor's not going to be around anymore. Well, yeah. I mean, his, his contract's up. Yeah. So. But I, I was expecting it more to be like, okay, he's going to have one last hurrah with the Guardians off doing their thing. Yeah. But now it seems more like he's going to be present during Thor Love and Thunder to kind of pass the hammer of sorts to Jane. But then... Yeah. yeah no. I guess I, I'm excited about Thor hanging out with the Guardians, but I don't really know the connection of like what he's doing with them. Mm-hmm. And how they're going to be in... Th- Love and Thunder, and whether right. or not he's going to keep hanging out with them, or who knows. Yes. A lot of things up in the air. Right. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp sequel. Ant-Man 3. Meh? Yeah, sure. Um, I'd be interested to get more of Wasp, because you figure Evangeline Lilly hasn't really gotten to be Wasp much. No. Because the other Ant-Man and the Wasp was more about uh, Michelle Pfeiffer as the Wasp, getting her back. Yes. I feel like then it was about Evangeline Lilly being Wasp. True. And I mean, she was Wasp in Endgame, but you don't really yeah, see barely. her that much. Because she was one of the people that got snapped. So she's just kind of there for the last battle scene. There's so much other stuff going on that she's like a lot of the other like kind of side characters. You see her for like a little bit in the fights. But, yeah. Nah. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of surprised they're even getting a third A-Man movie. They're the least financially successful films in the marvel universe right i don't know what else they're gonna do yes i think it's the main thing with those movies is that they kind of hinge into the plot fairly critically Um, or at least wasp him and the wasp did ultimately with endgame yeah so it'll be interesting maybe that's how they're gonna do it i don't know uh captain marvel 2 yeah i'm really excited i was underwhelmed by the first one but i'm hoping that this one has more more about her as as actual Captain Marvel. Yes. I guess the other one was kind of, you know, a setup of her character, but I still don't really feel like I know anything about her sure. character as, like, a superhero, other than she's well, Captain yeah, Marvel and she's very powerful. Yeah, she's been flying around in the universe for 30 years, doing who knows what. Yeah. That's fair. Um, Deadpool. So, we have two Deadpool movies already. Kind of two and a half Deadpool movies. Deadpool 1. Fox made it. Sony made it. Fox made it. Um, Broke records for R-rated movies when it came out. Got a sequel. Uh, Ryan Reynolds had played Deadpool previously, before these two movies, and uh, hated the way they made the character. What did he play Deadpool in? uh, The Wolverine. Okay. And they finally brought... Because Deadpool's very closely tied to the X-Men. So they finally made... He lobbied and lobbied and lobbied and they finally made his Deadpool movie and it was good I like it you haven't seen either of them no Uh, but they're very loosely tied to the X-Men there are a lot of meta jokes in the movie where he like shows up at the X-Mansion and it's like (laughs) none of the main X-Men are there and it's like he's got to play with like the B-team kind of thing which is fun 
Uh, but in the merger, Disney bought Fox. Fox owns the X-Men. Fox owns Deadpool. Uh, and they released Once Upon a Deadpool the, a couple Christmases ago, mm-hmm. which was a PG version, PG-13 version of yeah. the movie. And uh, Disney kept their eye, was had their eyes on that closely because the MCU is PG-13. Right. Deadpool's are. Yeah, and I feel like that's a lot of the draw of Deadpool. Yes. Uh, but that having been said, um, the screenwriters of the previous two movies have been waiting uh, for approval from Marvel to make and start writing the third movie. And... They're excited to see him play in, like, the Marvel Universe with all these other characters that he wasn't allowed to really talk about specifically, but, like, in the movies they make tons of overt references. (laughs) And finally, last December, they confirmed that Deadpool was going to have a third film and that it would be under the umbrella of Marvel Studios. Which is interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if they're going to be able to keep one and two canon. I would kind of assume they do. But if that is the case, you might have to watch those. It's fine. Okay. I like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any... When they came out, were you interested in them? Eh, no. Why? They, seem, I, they sound more like they were stupid yeah. than like something that I would think is stupid rather than something I would think is funny. Probably true. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think they hit... They hit it uh, from... Uh, I feel like they hit a sense of humor that you don't connect with as well. Uh, it's a kind of humor that I connect with a lot. I really love meta humor. Uh, sometimes it's silly. Deadpool can be silly. But, like, Community has a ton of meta humor. And I love it. And I, I know you like Community, but I don't think it's for that reason. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think you'll like you'd like some aspects of it, but yeah. not the main aspect of it for yeah. sure. Deadpool. Yeah. 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 He breaks the fourth wall. He talks directly to you. I don't know that that is a piece of appeal for me. It's fine. If he just turns to the camera in the middle of a fight, and he's just like, he just becomes like a sports commentator drawing X's and O's on like the the fight. No. That doesn't appeal to you. Nope. Yeah, I don't know about this one. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fantastic Four. You remember when the other ones came out? Yeah. Like the old one? What, what one's the old one, I guess? The early 2000s one, I think. With um, with um, Captain America, he played Human Torch. Mm-hmm. And the thing, Vaguely. the rock thing. Kind of. Uh, Did another one come out like... There was another one that came out really more recently. Right. I think I remember that one more. Chris Evans was in Fantastic Four 2005. Mm-hmm. I remember and the one with Michael B. Jordan and Miles Teller. Yes, that is the 2015 one. Yes. That was awful. <laughs> Terrible. Also had Kate Moore. Jessica Alba was in the original one. Oh, I kind of remember that. Ian Griffith and uh, Michael Chiklis as mm. the thing. Kerry Washington was in it. <gasps> Kerry Washington is and, a queen. Uh, Julian McMahon was the bad guy. I don't even know who that is. I vaguely remember this. It was yeah. not something I would have been interested in. Uh, right. Well, none of them are good. These are all bad movies. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what I know about them is that they're not good. Uh, so, so them being a part of this does not make me excited. 
I feel like um, they're getting like some of the like shitty DC stuff and trying to make it better, which I'm not about that. Which is which is it's crazy when you say that, and like obviously you look at the track record of these movies and fair, but like these are like the biggest family in superheroes ever for comics, right? And um, you mean the DC ones or like this merger of things? Like what do you, what do you mean? The the Fantastic Four as a family are like the biggest comic superhero family. Wow. From a comic standpoint, I believe. I'm not a comic expert, but they're incredibly popular. Like, Spider-Man is the most popular superhero. The X-Men are some of the most popular superhero characters. The Fantastic Four are also some of the most popular uh, superhero characters. Like, they're the Incredibles, right? You have the older guy who's, like, strong So they're supposed tough. to be, like, a family. Yeah. I feel like that makes it worse. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I don't care about some superhero family. They have a stretchy person. Elastigirl. They have a uh, invisible woman. I'd rather just watch The Incredibles. That's the thing, right? Like <laughs> The Incredibles are great and like an amazing movie. They have a sequel that's also good, and uh, they did Fantastic Four way better than the Fantastic Four did. Right. So yeah, I think this whole like DC like Marvel mergers. Well, it's not DC. These are Marvel characters that Fox owned. Whatever. I don't like these characters, and I don't care about them. Okay. And I don't want to have to watch their movies. Uh, Feige <laughs> said that the film would bring Marvel's first family, first family, up to the sort of platform and level they deserve. Do um, they? I'm skeptical. Yeah. Uh, and then beyond that is um, the X-Men themselves. Mm-mm. So they're going to be in the MCU. Don't give a shit about that at all. You don't like uh, singing Wolverine? Dancing Wolverine? Hugh Jackman? No. Have you seen any of the X-Men movies? No, I've specifically not. We, we, we saw Dark Phoenix. Oh, was yeah. Because you wanted to see Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't was, good. It was bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, like, fine, but it wasn't good. I, there was parts of it I think I was laughing at the movie. Yeah. The part where I thought, what was happening? Oh my, I don't remember. Like the, <laughs> the bus train scene, I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, I just remember I thought a certain thing was happening and you're like, are you insane? What, are you, what do you think is going on uh, here? I wish I could remember that. I might have said it some, somewhere on Discord. You might be able to find it and salvage it. You definitely did. It was about, yeah. There was some part of it where I didn't realize what was happening. I, I, I'm guessing. I think the, I thought it was something like a, they were on a subway. I don't. I feel like I put it in the Dark Phoenix spoiler channel, and that doesn't exist anymore. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Um, shoot. I don't know, but yeah, that movie was pretty awful, uh, in my opinion. Uh, but there are very there are good X Men movies. Uh, some of the early ones are good. Some of the reboot ones are good. I like First Class, like Days of the Future, Days of Future Past, and Logan. I thought was quite good as well. Just like all the X-Men I don't care about any of the X-Men characters. But why? Why? I don't know. I well, why? What What makes them unexciting? I've never... They were, like, popular, like, when I was... Like, the cartoon, the X-Men, was popular when I was younger. And it just doesn't appeal to me. Oh. I don't know. Like, they have superhero powers. Like, other characters you like. Like, all of the movie, like, trailers and stuff for all of the X-Men movies I've seen, none of them have looked good to me. They've all looked bad. But in what like, way? Like, Halle Berry is Storm. 
Mm. Doesn't look good. Don't like I that. Don't, I, mean, I, don't I don't like, like that. Jennifer Lawrence's character. I don't like that. The only character I was interested in at all was um, Dark Phoenix. Uh, I didn't like the other characters in that movie. Mm. Any of them. The one guy they went to is like Island. Michael Fassbender. I kind of liked him. You might like First Class. If I would say if we watched any X-Man movie, First Class would be my suggestion. He plays a very prominent role in it. And I think if, if you Isn't would Jennifer like... Isn't Jennifer Lawrence in that too? She is. I remember seeing trailers for it. Was not interested. I'm just saying. If you were going to watch an X-Men movie, that is the one I would recommend for you first. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Mm. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Anyway. I feel like they're like dollar store knockoffs of the Marvel characters. <laughs> Which is so crazy, because it's like kind of the opposite. No. Kind of. Kind of. Not for me. Okay. Um, so that's kind of all the movies. Uh, but there are some TV shows. Yes. shows coming some of them have release months announced i was wondering when all of these were coming out because i didn't know them uh, but of some of them may be delayed for production reasons as well for the virus uh falcon and the winter soldier supposed to come out august 2020 meh yay meh. i'm excited for that yep do we know what they're supposed to be doing i assume you probably don't want to know what they're doing uh, i just know that they team up and that's it Buddy comedy. They're going to be six episodes. Okay. It is currently filming. I think filming was halted because of the virus. Mm. So they may or may not still be able to make their August release date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of the other characters from the Marvel movies are in it. Oh? Good. Yeah. Uh, That'll make me a little more interested. Yeah. Premise. Falcon War Soldier, you're up for it? Yeah, the premise is basically just he and Bucky running around. <laughs> I don't know. I need Sam something Wilson. more than that, though. Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes team up in a worldwide adventure that puts their abilities to the test. Yawn. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I mean, again, it's like, it's not like it's any different than what Captain America's movies were, but but there's no Captain America now. Yeah, Chris Evans was a big draw. He was a huge draw. So I, uh, I like Anthony Mackie. And I like I Sebastian do. Stan much more than you do. I don't. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, Falcon Lord Soldier. Sure. WandaVision. Slated to come out December 2020. WandaVision um, was originally the one I was probably least interested in seeing. Right. But seeing the I don't know, tr- commercial trailer, whatever you want to call for it, it actually looks kind of interesting. So, so I, that's probably the one I'm more interested in watching. Oh, interesting. Uh, because I have an idea. Like, I've seen some of the comics uh, that this supposedly pulls from where Scarlet Witch and Vision have an idyllic life uh, as a, kind of just a suburban family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it looks a little bit like an I Love Lucy with those yeah, two kind of. It's it's like a throwback sitcom. That's what it looks like. It looks like a very, like... It looks like those two playing I Love Lucy. And all of us, and then of course, eventually things go sideways. Yeah. And it's, you know, who knows what else is going on. Um, yeah. I'm sure there'll be other characters uh, popping in and out from the Marvel Universe. And of course it ties into Doctor Strange's movie. There's one person in this that I don't know that plays somebody in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I have no idea how they would tie into this. Okay. 
Don't tell me. No. I have to assume that they're playing a different character. Why? I just in no way see, like, what these characters would have any way to do with each other. It's not, like, a huge character, like a main character or anything, but it's one of the side characters. (laughs) Yes, Thanos. (laughs) Thanos is their neighbor. It's Gamora. (laughs) That's where she lives. The guardians show up. They found her. She's been living next door the whole time. (laughs) Um, Thanos is their wacky neighbor. But you're you're into you're into uh, WandaVision now. Yeah, the, uh, the trailer did it for you. Yeah, it looks interesting. Good synopsis. While living their ideal suburban life, Wanda Maximoff and Vision begin to suspect things are not as they seem. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Six episodes, December twenty twenty, possibly. Uh, no, right. the person is playing the same character. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I'll be curious to see that when it happens. Yeah. Shrug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This I forgot this person. There's another character who's in it. Uh, okay, and another one. Yep. There's three other characters that are in this one that are are in different other movies. Yeah. The of two of them, I can maybe see how they could be here. The one I still don't understand quite, but whatever. All right. So it's one division. We also have early 2021 release for Loki. I don't really know what Loki's show is supposed to be about. I believe it's him using the Space Stone to go around and meddle in all the uh, <laughs> affairs of the world, of sounds, the universe. Sounds like something Loki would be interested in doing. Yeah. Uh, it just, I think once we see him in Endgame when he steals the Tesseract, uh, it's kind of just him it's following us, him from that point on okay. to see what he does and where he goes. After the events of Avengers Endgame, Loki uses the Tesseract to travel through time and alter human history. Basically. It'd be kind of interesting if the premise of that is him trying to figure out a way to make it so they can't reset his timeline. Well, my, my Here's my question. He's traveling through time with the space stone, not the time stone. Is that fair to say? It says he's using the Tesseract to travel through time. Mm. I don't know how. I don't think that's how that works. Well, when... So this is supposed to come out in 2021. Right. When is Doctor Strange's movie supposed to come out? 20... I wonder if maybe that has... Oh, I was going to say. What? No. 20, uh, also 2021, May. Expect to be released in early 2021. So I didn't know similar. if like those Because two... like, they're connected. Yeah, I didn't know if like Doctor, Str- Doctor Strange, obviously the one who's been manipulates time. So I don't know if maybe that would have something to do with it would lead into the TV show, but... I don't know. Could be. But I don't know. It's just, this just says early 2021, so I don't know if this comes out before that. Who knows? Maybe that's how he ends up in Doctor <gasps> Strange's movie. Possibly. Who knows? Are you looking forward to this? I think so. Yeah. I don't know if I got quite as hyped as, about Loki as most other people did, but Loki was fine. Right. Yeah, I, I'm lukewarm. Yeah. I'm lukewarm. I guess it depends what he's doing. Six episodes. Yeah. I don't know if they play it. It'd be interesting to see it played as a little bit more of a comedy. I, I imagine it would be. Because that's kind of, that's kind of why I like Loki the best, was sort of like when he, and like in Thor, in Ragnarok, uh, in Ragnarok where he's just getting like dragged around by Thor. Get basically. help. We're not doing get help. It's embarrassing. <sighs> well, not for me. <laughs> uh, so Loki, third show. Uh, what if, ellipses, question mark. This one I had not heard of. It's getting two seasons at least. The first to be released mid-2021, the second TBD. This one's TBA. animated. Uh, yes. Ten episodes apiece. Um, 
so what if is i believe narrated by jeffrey wright correct and is mostly answering all the pressing questions yeah it says it's an anthology series yes what if something and uh takes an episode to explore what that would be which i'm excited for it barely ties into the mcu like from a coherent way you know it's not like this this show is going to impact events in the mcu at all right but it's like what if instead of what if they got the tesseract when they were supposed to get it instead of loki running away with it sure what happens then you know, what if the other half of the Avengers had been dusted when Thanos snapped his fingers instead of the ones that were? What if Hawkeye threw himself off the cliff instead of Black Widow? Sure. But yeah. And a lot of other much more minuscule things that they can tinker with that mm-hmm. could lead to huge differences. What if Thor had taken off Thanos' head before the snap even happened? Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting. It's interesting. And there's I so like many it. of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many different ways you can go with that. It's kind of a... Uh, endless you know and every movie that comes out you introduce you know a handful of more options that you can use for uh premises yeah and it sounds like they're getting all of the characters to do their voice work to do their voices oh, that's so great everybody is on here taika's korg sebastian stan is bucky mark ruffalo paul rudd michael rooker jeremy renner and ellie portman like everybody everybody that makes me happy yep. that makes me happy mm-hmm. so that'd be good Two, two seasons, ten episodes apiece. Uh, I can see that because, I mean, it's almost limitless, the things that you could, like, be like, well, what if this happens? Yeah. What if that happened? What but, if this happened? But what if, but what if, but what if, but what if? Yeah. Even if you did, like, one per movie, there's, what, 23 movies? Yeah. At that, I mean, by that point, there'll be 26, 27. Yeah. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, okay. Hawkeye. Hawkeye show. Um, Jeremy Renner. As I mentioned, kind of uh, passing the mantle on to uh, Kate Bishop, not his daughter, actually. Right. Which I know everybody had mentioned. They were wondering, because there was a clip of, like, at the beginning of Endgame, where he's showing his daughter how to shoot, shoot arrows. Fire an arrow. So everybody was wondering if that was supposed to be foreshadowing of the handoff. And, I mean, I guess in a way it is. It's mm-hmm. just not with that person. Uh, Haley Steinfeld in talks to be the role i don't think that's confirmed yet so just in talks yes yeah, said to be in consideration yeah uh hawkeye set to premiere in late 2021 i don't know how i feel about Haley Seinfeld. we do know that it's going to take place after endgame for what that's worth makes sense i guess i guess that gives uh, him yeah. something to do without having to really be hawkeye himself anymore what's your aversion to Haley steinfeld I don't really like her in pitch, the Pitch Perfect movies. That's mostly what... I don't what think she'll be doing any singing in this. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which her singer sings is okay. Her I just particularly fine. like her in the movies. Boo. <laughs> okay, Hawkeye. Uh, Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. This is a comic series I've actually read issues of. Okay. Once Upon a Time. Uh, even though it's a fairly new comic. Uh, Kamala, Kamala Khan... Kamala, Kamala Khan. Kamala. Kamala. My best friend in elementary school's name was Kamala. Kamala. Mm-hmm. <gasps> is Miss Marvel. <laughs> she is a stretchy person. What's with all the stretchy people? Only two. That's plenty. What? <laughs> I don't know. Should only one person be able to fly? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 
Yeah. See, I feel like that's more practical than stretchy. Well, I mean, you don't get to choose what powers you get, usually. Um, she's kind of a Spider-Man hero in that she's ground level. She's a kid. She's doing that whole thing. Um, the comics that I've read, she interacted with uh, Wolverine when he was really old. Um, and also interacts with the actual, uh, I think, Miss Captain Marvel. The Captain Marvel. Yes, so there's, like, there's some sort of relationship. She's connected to Captain there. Marvel yeah. somehow. Because so, uh, she's mentioned in the synopsis of this. Yes. I would love to see a connection there. I don't know who's going to play Kamala Khan, but I like it. I'm into it. She's a non-white female, and uh, we need yeah. more of those in the superhero world. Yeah, how about that? Brie Larson mentioned maybe introducing her as part of the next Captain Marvel. Yes. That she she was interested in that be happening. Awesome. Brie Larson was. She's so. great. Cool. Uh, Moon Knight. I know a lot of people are super excited about this. I don't know why, because I know nothing about Moon Knight. Yeah, I was going to say, who the fuck is Moon Knight? (laughs) Fictional superhero. They are all fictional superheroes. (laughs) Are they? What if they're not? Fictional supervillains. Fictional. This guy's creepy looking, I guess. I don't know. Is he a good guy? I don't know. I don't know which one he's supposed to be. I assume the thing that doesn't look like... uh, Sphinx. I think he's, yeah, this thing that's flying, jumping. Oh, what does he do? Abilities. Expert detective. Proficient in martial arts and armed combat. Utilizes high-tech equipment. Hmm. Formerly, increased strength, speed, and endurance depending on the lunar cycle. He's the menstruation of comic book characters. Hmm. I have different abilities depending on on my lunar cycle. Sometimes I cry more. Sometimes I eat a lot. Oh, no. Sometimes my skin looks really nice. I don't think those are abilities. <laughs> I think those are... <laughs> those are bad things. Except a week where my skin looks nice. That's a good one. I think it's the inverse. It's There's other times where your skin looks bad. <laughs> yes. It is a drawback. These are all drawbacks. <laughs> uh, Moon Knight was ranked by Wizard Magazine as the 149th greatest comic book character of all time. That's not bad. All Marvel, all DC, all the other comics. That's pretty good. IGN lists him as the 89th greatest comic book character. Even better. Stating that Moon Knight is more or less the concept of what would happen if Batman were to suffer from multiple personality disorder. Mm. He was 49th on the list of top 50 Avengers. <laughs> I'm, I'm Now I really want to know who was 50th. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> Well, are you going to look that up? Yeah. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, you excited meantime. for Moon Knight? Uh, not really from the synopsis, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lukewarm. Uh, the other TV show announced is She-Hulk. She-Hulk. It's a Hulk, but a girl. She's a lawyer, I think. Okay. I don't know. Any, um... Apparently, she is uh, Bruce Banner's cousin. And receives a blood transfusion from him, and that's her insurance of the She-Hulk. Who do you think is the shittiest Avenger? <laughs> well, I don't think that's accurate. It's the 50th most popular, 50th favorite, uh, to be fair. I think it's accurate. the 50th best? 50th best Avenger. So the shittiest one. But no, because there's probably like hundreds of them. There's a lot of Avengers from the comics. Is it somebody I could ever reasonably say the name of? He's... Part of one of the groups that we've already mentioned. Part of the X-Men. Nope. 
Part of the Eternals. Nope. Part of the Guardians. No. Part of the... Um, it's one of the ones I didn't give a shit about. X-Men. No. <laughs> Tangentially related, but not, uh, I don't think they are X-Men. But from a group? They're a group. Specifically a group. Yes. The Beatles. Part of the... They've had two versions already. Fantastic Four. There we go. Is it one of the four? I guess so, yeah. Is it Sue Storm? No. Is it The Thing? No. <sighs> Is it Dr. Reed? No. Really? Is it Johnny Storm? Is that his name? No, I don't know. Maybe this guy's not one of them. He's in Fantastic Four. Oh. The Silver Mr. Surfer. Fantastic? Oh, that's oh, that's Dr. Reed. Well. He's, that's his fan, hero name. Mr. Fan, Mr. Fantastic is pretty lame. That sounds like it. He's, he's the shittiest a, one. He's a scientist that has stretchy abilities. He's the other person that has stretchy abilities. Why? Why does everybody have to have stretchy I abilities? I don't know. Because <laughs> he wants to. I don't know. Um, anyway, She-Hulk. Any, any interest in She-Hulk? I don't know if I'm interested in like a green lady version of Hulk. Well, I think if I remember... I feel like the Hulk only has so much that he can do as a character. To be fair, I, I think there's a slight difference between She-Hulk and regular Hulk in that she's just like constantly the mid-form of the two as opposed to one or the other, if that makes sense. So she, she's basically like how he was in the yeah, end game. but intelligent. Well, he was intelligent but when like, he was like... Oh, oh yeah, in end game. That's yeah. Right. Yes, kind of like that. And he was like Professor Hulk or whatever he's supposed to be doing there. Dr. Lawyer Hulk. She-Hulk. Anything? If it's like a courtroom drama. <laughs> but I feel like then if it's a courtroom drama, like what? Why does it have to be the Hulk? She argues for superhero rights. She's the Ruth Bader Ginsburg of superhero <laughs> rights. <laughs> if Ruth Bader Gins, if it was Ruth Bader Ginsburg as the Hulk, I would watch that. Okay. RBG. Oh boy, that would be that would be something. Yeah, I hope she has a descent collar that she wears. Oh boy. Um, okay, uh, so those are all the things announced on the Wikipedia page. There are a couple of other projects uh, that have been rumored about or leaked uh, in, in connection with the MCU that are not confirmed okay. uh, by any stretch, but uh, I thought I'd bring them up since we're talking about everything right now. So wasn't there a point in time where people thought that, um, is it? The New Mutants, where they thought that was going to be a Marvel thing. I th and I remember I was mad because I didn't want to watch it. I still think it is. I haven't heard definitively I either way. That, I thought I heard that they said that it was not. Maybe. I don't know. You tell me. I'll have to look. You look I it don't up. Think it was if you want. Uh, so two two things, two projects that I've heard that have been leaked. Um, Nova. So in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, we were introduced to the Nova Corps. Are those gold people? No, those were the uh, John C. Riley people. I only kind of remember them. They're the ones that like prison that capture them at first, prison them. Remember, towards the end, they're the planet where um, Ronan the Accuser shows up. They create that giant like force field web with all their little ships. Kind of. Uh, well, shoot. Um, Who are the gold people that did their, like, virtual um, shipping? 
Those are not the Disney cheap. later confirmed this was an error and the film would oh. not be part of the MCU. Good. Yes, That's because I didn't want to see it. Yeah. Um, I think it was supposed to be like a horror movie and I don't like horror movies and I don't want to have to watch a horror movie to watch all my MCU things. The gold people are the sovereign. Yes. Not the Nova Corps. Yeah. Don't remember the Nova Corps. So, Nova the character, I believe this is accurate, the Nova Corps were destroyed off-screen in Endgame. That's how he got the Power Stone, Thanos. Because who had the Power Stone? Nova Corps. Oh, wasn't that, weren't they supposed to be getting it for them? Did they actually give it to them, though? Who, what? Peter Quill, the oh. Guardians. They, yeah, they left it there. Oh, did they actually leave it there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I thought it was one of the things where Raccoon, like, left it there and, like, took it. No, that was the Sovereign thing. Gotcha. That was some battery, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so when the planet was destroyed in the comics, they passed all of their knowledge, all of their powers, onto a human, Richard Ryder, who became the hero Nova, with all the memories and recollection of the Nova Zendarian race and uh, probably comparable abilities to Captain Marvel. Give or take. Um, does that entice you at all? I read a couple of the comics. I wasn't a fan. He's no. kind of bland. Doesn't seem too interesting. No. The other thing I've heard of are the New Warriors, which are a superhero team that comprise of Night Thrasher, which Night Monkey. they describe as a teen skateboarding Batman. Night Monkey. Speedball. Speed Bump? Speedball. I'm just going to rename all of these people. And my favorite, and a character I would love to see in a movie, Squirrel Girl. <laughs> no! Yes, I've please. heard of Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl's amazing. Sounds ridiculous. She's amazing. So Speed Bump, Night Monkey, and Squirrel Girl. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> You're not getting me to call them by their actual names. Well, Squirrel Girl, you said Squirrel Girl. That's because that name's stupid already. But it's great. Craven the Hunter, what is that guy? That's a different Marvel project that Sony owns, connected to Spider-Man. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's that group. I don't know, could be another... Could be like a, a ter- terrestrial version of like Guardians. Sure. Sure. I don't know, there's a lot coming. After the whole virus thing is dealt with. Or who knows. Um, I don't know. Are you excited about the future of the MCU? Does it kind of feel a little underwhelming after Endgame? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how. I liked so much of the stuff that we've gotten already. Yeah. That it's hard to, I don't know. It's hard to get excited about new characters like new and also wondering what they're going to do with some of the old characters this is some of the things that they announced for the old characters like the stuff with thor eh. dr strange is eh. uh and the stuff that i am excited for like a black panther is like Years way out. far away thor is way far away black widow is coming now which is cool but black widow dead like <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm excited for this, some of the TV stuff. Yeah. But again, that's still a, not it's super a while far away. away. I think that's part of it too, is that it's hard to get excited about these things that 
like the Black Panther movie's not coming out for like four years, or however long it well, is. I don't think it's quite that long. It's like two years from now. Well, still. It's long. Yeah. And you know you haven't had to wait, other than to watch all of them the first time. Right. You know how much I like waiting for things. Not at all. <laughs> but I don't know. Like I'm still, I'm looking forward to it. Right. I mean, I'll I'll see them all. Sure. I'm sure I'll like most of them. And it always cut. You know, it always ends up for me as something like I love the interconnectivity. You know, if you're going to give me more stuff of new characters and old characters interacting in different ways, and I'm always going to be in for that. Right. Most thing you're most excited for? Black Panther 2? Probably. Of all the things we talked about? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I really like the look of WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Really, I don't know. I don't know why. I just like the look of it. But yeah, I'm probably most excited for Black Panther. Or Black Panther. I, I'm excited for Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. For Taika. Yes. All hail Taika. All hail Taika. I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Future of the MCU? I don't know. No? No, I don't think so. Okay. Hoping that the future exists at this point. Yeah, that's that's the more <laughs> that's pressing the other concern. problem. Uh, so, well, at that rate, um, ending the penultimate episode, hmm? we have one more. One more. Ranking the Marvel movies. Yay. Against each other. Before we get to that episode, I want to, I want you to, well, I'll do it too. What do you think my favorite and least favorite MCU movies are? Right now? Yeah. What do you think oh. right now? Before we actually do them, take a Oof. stab. Uh, I need we, we should, to, now I need a, a list of them. We need to make a note. Yeah. I'll make a note. Meg thinks. Your favorite and your least favorite. Fave. Least favorite. Ryan thinks. I think your least favorite's The Age of Ultron. I okay. Like that's a popular pick. I wouldn't disagree. Yeah. Hmm. A lot to choose from. Yeah. 23 movies. You know, I know you really like Captain Marvel, but I don't know that I think it was your favorite. I know you like Black Panther a lot. I think you liked Ragnarok a lot. I don't see how you don't like Infinity War and Endgame. Though I see, feel like you would like Infinity War more than Endgame. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, I'm going to go with Black Panther. Okay. I'm going to go with, I think, your favorite movie. See, and I'm going to have a bad time covering my, <laughs> like, hiding my face. Oh, so no. I was going to have to do this. Like, okay. Yes. All right. I can't see you. You can't. You're hiding yourself from me. Yeah. I think, see, like, I know how much you love Black Panther, but I also know how much you love Taika. Taika. I know how much you love Infinity War. It was, like, a huge deal. I think you like Infinity War more than Endgame. And I don't I don't know if that part of that is because of the lack of waiting. That it, you know, like, having that extra time. Um... I don't think you, I don't think any of the other ones, like, I'm sure you liked, like, all, the, like, the Captain America movies, but I don't think any of them were your favorite. So, I'm gonna say, I think your favorite is Infinity War. I wanna say your least favorite is just, it's not a Marvel movie, it's just Thunderbolt Ross. <laughs> 
Thunderbolt Ross is my least favorite. And so if I'm limiting it, limiting, limiting it to Thunderbolt Ross movies, the only one he plays a huge role in is the fir- is the Hulk. So I think it'd be impossible to guess anything besides the Hulk. So I'm going to say the Hulk was your least favorite. Okay. So we will see. We will appraise those values when we get to the episode next week. Yes. And see if we got close or uh, missed the mark. Yeah. And uh, then... Secondarily, secondarily, how far we missed the mark. Right. Because I, I guess another question I have is, when we were talking about the movies up leading up to now, obviously, you know, we weren't lying about how we felt about them. But mm-hmm. I know I personally was, like, slightly withholding, like, the extent to which I liked some of them. Mm-hmm. Just so it wasn't, like... This, like, I wouldn't go on and talk about it. If you were like, well, this was my favorite movie, and, like, give it away... Right kind of a thing. And you didn't really do that either. No. Uh, I was certainly more enthusiastic about some things than I was about others. Right. But not without... Which we both were. Yeah. I was far more bitter about certain things than I was about others. I guess I would say that if, say, the ratings for these movies range from a, a, a 0 to a 10, I limited my enthusiasm to like a 3 to 7 mm. range, if that makes sense. I don't do that. I know. <laughs> If I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. I mean, I liked it and I liked it anyway. Yeah. Just. My enthusiasm cannot be contained. Your enthusiasm for Thunderbolt Ross. Negative enthusiasm. I have negative enthusiasm for Thunderbolt Ross. It's true. Negative enthusiasm for Bucky. Bucky. Uh, All right. Anything else you want to say before we end this episode? It's been over three hours. Yeah. Over three hours on... Spider-Man Far From Home. And the future of the MCU. Yeah. That part well, at least is I reasonable. Mean, I think yeah, we, we talked did, about Far From Home. For we did about long. an hour and 45 minutes on each one. Yeah. Give or take. Don't feel like Far From Home warranted that kind of discussion, but... It is. It, that's yeah. where we're at. Yeah. BB kind of pointed out that we went from, like, the early ones, sort of just general thoughts and feelings to, like, a scene-by-scene breakdown of every movie. But I also feel like <sighs> the later movies sort of warranted that. I wish I knew where that happened yeah it probably happened like at avengers i want to say probably yeah i would agree but around that point in time because i think but we did like avengers in the first episode like that was like the sixth movie of the first episode yeah we slowed down quite a bit oh yeah but i also feel like as the movies went on there was more to talk about yeah so yeah we we totally could have done this in like five episodes we could have and we didn't you're welcome Thanks. (laughs) So, uh, that's going to be it for part nine of the Marvel Cinematic Universe retrospective. Um, I like the rounding on ten. It's a nice number. It is. I I agree. Uh, We have one episode to go where we will rank all of the Marvel movies in our own order of preference. Compare them against each other. Compare them against other people? Question mark? Yeah. <laughs> we will see if that actually happens. I was asking Ryan to make me a form to post for like a couple weeks. I he made, made the that form, form and now I have not posted the form. Yes. It's been about a week. The ball is now in your court. Yes, but I am go- I'm planning to do that immediately as soon as this ends. Okay. So So we'll see. Yeah. With everyone stuck inside, what do, what do they have to yeah, do? Yeah, no one has anything better to do. Rank Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to today's episode. It does mean a lot to me. It means a lot to both of us. If you'd like to find more episodes, iTunes, Stitcher, places where podcasts can be found. If for any reason the episodes do not work on your podcast listening method of choice, you can also find them all on the website, circleoffilm.com. 
Um, and if for some reason that still doesn't work, you can find me on Twitter at Circle of Film. You can find me on Letterboxd at Circle of Film, or you can email circleoffilm at gmail.com. I am on Twitter at algoferoz, A-L-G-O-F-E-R-O-Z. Uh, yeah. yeah. And if you'd like to support the show, you can like it, rate it, review it, subscribe to it, tell somebody about it. Or, if you are so inclined, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash circleoffilm, where for as little as eight cents an episode, you can get early access to all the episodes that are released early, um, and more. There's more there if you like that as, uh, additionally. Before we leave, I have to thank Brian for being such a wonderful, generous, generous patron and listener of the show. It means so much, and uh, especially in these trying times. Thank you. And I have to thank all of you for still listening uh, three and a half hours into this, uh, into the ninth part. Uh, I'll have to do the math and see how long all ten parts are when you listen to them back to back to back. It's probably 24 hours. Oh, man. I think so. If each one's at least two hours, I know at least two of them are three hours, and there's going to be ten, that's 20 hours, plus two more, that's 22 hours. Boom! The next one could be like five hours, 29 hours. No. So forever. It's going to be about a day. It's going to be about a day's long length. Yeah. This was about as long as watching all of the movies. Yeah. No, not quite. Yeah. Close. But. Close. You guys could just listen to us talking for 24 hours straight. Sure could. Thank you. And as always, have a week. So long. without a trace nothing's gone forever only out of place so long farewell oh what i'll be to say wait a minute wait a minute, wait a minute. So long.